get some requests for stickers, like for real. We do have stickers. If you guys uh, want stickers, like Send I've got. Send a self-addressed stamp I've envelope, got... <laughs> son. We ain't putting a dollar into this. How much are stamps now at this point? I buy 44 cent forevers. Yeah, they're no, they went up again. They're like 49 or 54 cents. I don't forever. even know how they could even contemplate delivering it for that. Even that is still. Yeah. Can we just email a sticker? Pretty good deal. I'll, I'll send you a PDF. You print it out. You print it. Yeah. We do have stickers, so uh, I have some guys that have uh, hit me up, so I think we're down to about like 12 of them. We have T-shirts. No, on we're down too. to about 12,000. I got a stack of three miles good tall. Deal. Good deal. We got stickers. Yeah, we'll have shirts coming, beanies. All the good stuff. Beanie weenies. So winners yeah. take y'all. Welcome Oop. back. Uh, we just who do we have last week? I don't even remember. We had episode twenty. Trey Kennard, no, and then we no, had it's B, uh, Brett Smith. Brett Smith. Yep. Yep. David Bailey's going to get on. Uh, I spoke to him again, and uh, I talked to Travis Pastrana. I've talked to a bunch of people here, so we're going to. Yeah. We got some dudes in the pipe coming down the line here. Roger DeCoster goes. I am very busy with the Supergirls prep with this Chardonnay. Yes, yeah, you he's hold, know he's holding. He's Chardonnay. got Chardonnay in a six foot long cigarette. He took a CNC machine and made to a, a Chard- wine tasting. Correct. I'm like, dude, who dude, could bring that down. big old beast in there? Settle down continuously. The vineyards just know they're like, hey, Rogers, come Rogers. So. He brings a CNC machine. I'm very busy with the Supercross prep, and I've listened to your show. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not wish to be associated. Yes, I don't blame you, sir. Well, eventually he will. He, there's just no way around it. Yeah. Mitch Payton will do it. Roger I don't want to have my passport revoked. David yeah. Bailey's going to do it. So, But tonight, tonight we have Georgia's own Southern Peach. The B team who started it back up for everybody. The, the, the original like, yeah. B team. Yep. Well, I guess the, the initial team I mean, was that considered was a B team. team. Yeah. So, Billy Lyles. Yeah, Billy you didn't Lyles. say his name, man. Yeah, Georgia's own Billy Lyles. So, we already have lots the of man, questions. Man, the myth, the legend. He was a legend, too, if you were from here. Yeah. Anywhere in the sure. South. You, you were saying anybody that was racing dirt bikes back then when you were 25, and all of a sudden you're getting your ass kicked. Who is this guy? By, in every class, by an 11 year in old? every bike on a 500, on a yeah, he kicked, 750. He kicked everybody's ass in every class. Vet classes? In other divisions, like yeah, other types of racing, Damn, too. This guy's everywhere. Yeah, he. Uh, I had this poster when I was a kid, and it stayed where I kept my motorcycle. It was uh, Jeff Ward, Eddie Warren, and Billy Lyles. And Eddie Warren, man, I mean, Talk about disappearing from the scene. Right. I think he lives in Australia now. But at that point, I'm like, who the heck is Eddie Warren? You know, I forget about the Michigan Mafia. He's a Michigan right. Mafia That's member. Right. Baja Acres. He used to ride every class. A friend of mine, Larry Ferguson, just texted me. We were talking about him. He said his house was it was my favorite thing to go down to his house into the garage in the back because there was always 40 motorcycles in there. True story. Like well, that's what you need for a Saturday dealership. night race. Yeah, and he would, I mean. To get you through a Flat tracking and dirt tracking at Holiday Downs. And some then Pitt, Alabama and some hair scrambles. And you were going to square off with Barry Higgins somewhere. And yeah. Roberta, race your Georgia. moto. Yeah, race <laughs> your motocross. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for real. Serious. He had the Geraldine, Alabama. I rode through there. They were going to ride. Geraldine, why you got to be so mean? <clears throat> some serious music. I don't know, man. Just it's a, it's very daunting. I, You know, I'm... Shoot. Oh, shit. I feel like we should get the pistols out and go for a drive. I mean. We can't have them on the on the you know the tabletop yeah, we, anymore. We did talk to HR and we ran it up the ladder and it's gonna be swords, nunchucks, and Chinese stars. And that's it. That's the and those are some hey. obscure weapons that we you, I'm you know, trained in them though. We got lazy with the pistols. That's what right. it is. But you remember the first weapons you had? I had rubber chucks first. Not not, not. Rubber chunks. <laughs> they were 
They were. I had rubber coating. Yeah, no, with the rubber coating, so yeah. So you barely hurt yourself. Yes, I had them things thinking I was a shit. And then when I busted out the real deals, I about knocked my ass. He had out. numb <laughs> chunks, and he hit himself one time. <laughs> I will never forget numb chunks. And then after watching uh, Rocky, one, that might have been Rocky one. Me and my brother, we had a ginormous glass mirror in our bathroom, Ken. <laughs> and dude, we were like, like, just shadow boxing each other. Yeah. And we had the only tile we ever had in our lives because we wasn't like that. But we had tile in our bathrooms. And, and Ken, it was slickery. Ken goes down to, and takes a damn tile shot to the head. <laughs> Dude, he was ducking so hard. Like, I ain't going to punch. My punch ain't six foot thick. Like, but y'all were yeah. stoked. Oh, we y'all were just so watched, hyped up. You were like, So yes. jacked up. And he's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And he goes, whack. And just like hits that tile. He's he, down. He had a down gin- goes Frazier. He's out. Down goes Frazier. <laughs> he had the he had this thing shoot out of the side of his <laughs> oh head so fast. I was like, whoa! I've seen people's heads it, go it, it, out. It, it, like, it did. did you Way get blamed for it? Mind. You got it like I didn't even touch I didn't him. Even hit like, him. He's you knocked punched out your later. brother. Yes. Never been able to beat my brother. That's back. one of those sounds where your parents knew because it was head skull tile. on tile. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what they heard. <laughs> Throw up leaves on it, man. I don't know what to tell you. And then here they come. They're in there 100 miles an hour. What did you do? He just, just hauled like, ass. I didn't do no, anything. My dad's watching Lawrence well. He didn't give a shit. I would have just hauled ass if I'd been just you. Just run. Just Take off running. Ken must have slipped. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Ken's dead. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, I mean, Kevin, and Kyle. Yeah. Somebody had to go down. Somebody Y'all watch down. Rocky. They both don't win. No. Somebody there's was a going winner down. and there's a loser, but we would never punched each other. That was the weirdest part. Y'all never did fight as kids? Not much, Never. man. I take I took one good ass woman from Ken, then I just gave it to Kyle. I was like, "You're getting it." So yeah. he's, Ken's the my older brother. My anger's coming You're back. You're getting it. So I hung. I did some terrible things. See, to Kyle. my brother is so much older than me. He was 17 years old. You wouldn't even dare. Mess we about never it. got in a fight yeah. ever. No, it was it was pretty rare. Pretty rare. Ken was how I much was, older is he? Two. Oh, he's only I, two. And years. I'm five years older than Kyle. So y'all should have fought. There should have been a lot. Me and Ken. Yeah, you and Ken. That's the. That's enough where yeah. you would be annoying to him For while sure. he's being cool. We had different bedrooms, and he had a he had a uh, Bowflex and a waterbed, so <laughs> and a cordless phone. Dude had it going on. Dude, I seriously. wouldn't have fought that dude either. No, <laughs> heck no. This dude sleeps in a waterbed or a Bowflex. He might sleep on the Bowflex. Work out what on if the he laid bed? the Bowflex in the waterbed? He just laid yeah. on his back like. How eighties does it get? You come into my brother's room, and a he's wearing a gold chain with a horn like the little inch and a quarter. He's horn, watching kind of a laser disc, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's Olivia watching Newton John laser disc. Vision Quest. And he's got his padded waterbed with mirrors and stuff that holds mirrors in the headboard where you keep your cologne. Yes, his Dracar Noir. Yeah, no. shelf built into it. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. The mirrored shelf. And he, and he had all this cologne. In and there then he's got his bottle shapes. And then he's got his tapes. He's got a tape deck holder tapes that are on the wall. All his badass tapes and his Bon Jovi slippery and wet. Uh, Sure yeah. No concert. wonder you had a KD80. They yeah, couldn't afford he, anything else. All the good, hey, he's just at concerts buying merch. Hey, they're about that. to buy you a KX, and they're like, Oh, we, we know, spent that on a waterbed dipshit. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I didn't sorry think about, about that. Budget. You had a solo flex. Those things were like, This is oh, 1985. Yeah, this is $1,200. It was like cutting edge. Yeah. yeah. I used to want one. Yeah, the he cutting edge one. rubber bands. They considered that an investment, though. Because they're like, Oh, he's going to be number one. So, yeah, he needs that. Like you couldn't do a push-up and get the same workout. No, absolutely not. For twelve hundred less. <laughs> but it, those things, you think about something back then that and was and a cordless phone. Eleven hundred, like those things were he like dated a cheerleader. Get out of here! Good gosh, man! They're, the hits yeah, keep coming. Sex for me, man. 
<laughs> I had nothing left. He sucked up all the cool in your family. You totally, think? man. He wore tank tops all the time, and he was tan. I'm like, Dude. they wasted all the cool on the first you kid. Think tank tops, like my dad would be like, don't do that. No, I had a uh, I had a Panama Jack fleece. It was a sweatshirt. <laughs> Tank top. And I cut the sleeves no, out. No, it was Went a, up there to. No, it was a. Legit. You know why? Because the fleece Panama Jack in Panama City was ridiculously cheap because it had been sitting there for three years. Nobody would buy it. So no and we keep waiting buy. on that cold spell. Your dad, no. your dad was in Florida. Your mom was like, Hell no. We gotta, she said, We got to get something for Kevin. I bought at a flea market Here, right there on 70 Highway right down the road. Kevin from got it at the flea, flea market, market, cut the sleeves off, no, went to Spinnaker, entered the damn. Bro, nice body. I ain't going to Spinnaker's. This is I'm waiting. I mean, Lavilla. My bad. Spinnaker's and then he goes. There. He signs up for the damn, you know, dance off or whatever. It's a hot boxer contest. Yeah. <laughs> no, but anyway, I had a Panama Jack. It was a sleeveless. It was a tank top, but it was fleece, which is so odd. What now in the heck? And then I remember wearing that thing, and Dennis Land had damn hair in his arms, and I didn't. He goes, uh, "Mr. <laughs> Kelly, do you want to answer this question?" I had my hand up. I'd have to hold my right arm under my left. My hand under my arm. Because so your you arm would get tell. tired, right? Oh, well, so you were hiding your underarm? Because I had no, because no, I, I didn't did have that any. My arm would be tired. No, right? I didn't have any. Miss Barry Ann, I'd hold that, that thing up like that because I didn't have any underarm. Don't hair. make fun of Dennis my Dennis had a damn mustache and it just, I don't know, man. The, the difference is amongst fourteen-year-olds, right? Yeah, twelve-year-olds, whatever. Grade. Yeah, twelve. So insane. Some of them dudes be like framing houses after school and stuff, and you're <laughs> yeah, over there. I got a mortgage. Tonight. You're like, yeah. oh, I was just hoping to get fitted for braces today. <laughs> I had a dude that drove to school in eighth grade. I did too. Yeah. 100%. And there weren't any parking spaces for he students. He actually drove me to get laid the first time. I mean, you got to get a ride. In eighth grade. Yeah, it was early eighth grade. Early eighth grade. Oh, he had to make sure you knew it was first semester. Hey, man. Yeah, it was as early as you could get for getting <laughs> and it still on. still be an eighth grader. Yeah. No, nah, this dude drove to my middle school. And really? he was, when I was in sixth grade, he was in seventh. When he I was drove? in seventh, he was in eighth. Was he eighteen? When I was in eighth, he, he was in eighth. Hell, wasn't he? When I was in ninth, he, he was in eighth. eighth. I'm dead serious. Are we blew serious? past him by about four years. He got held up by. But he had a tan S10 blazer, and he drove that thing. And there was no parking spaces for kids. And he's, he's like, in the teachers' lounge. Smoking. Yeah, they're like, could the student with the tan S10 blazer please move it? You know, wow. and we're like, God, you dumbass. My buddy parked on the street. Swear to God, he parked. He had a yeah, seventy-two. He had a seventy-two <laughs> Chevrolet pickup <laughs> truck, long bed. And he drove it. And him, there was another what guy. What color too. was it? It was two tone green and white. Mm. And so, man, that sounds nice. He had some fifteen. Probably a three twenty-seven. He was older, and like you said, he worked, on. I think he was already an electrician or something yeah, too. Of course. <laughs> man, was, when I get out of social studies, I got a house to wire. Can we make this uh, <laughs> chop a, chop? You know, what I'm one saying? more dude that yeah, was yeah, like Pythagorean his size. There, and I got it. Yeah. First outer, inner, last. Come on, man. Foil method. Foil. <laughs> two twenty, two twenty-one, whatever it takes. Foil method. Guys, stupid idiot. Of course. Yeah. Every day. First inner, outer, inner, last. The foil method. That's what, what Nick did when he would apply his foil yep. on the way to the uh, he put foil to the eighth grade. When that dude was driving him to get laid. He would open the foil package on the package of that. <laughs> Listen, I I remember when I was like I was probably seventh grade. Oh, him and a, it was his first eighth grade stint, I think, and his first stretch. His, his first stretch. His first stretch in eighth grade, and so there was another guy too He's that a red shirt had, eighth grader that <laughs> had big giant arms. Yeah, I you know what I mean? On, it was dude. probably. 19, I don't know who the fuck he was, but he, he was ridiculously mature. Liked them both. We went on some kind of field trip, and they got in a fight, and it was like a grown man Throwing each other in, oh, in, the bar, in a bar. Like, magically, a bar appears. Trading <laughs> shots to the face, and I was like, 
11 or whatever you are, 7th grade. I was like, I, I don't want any oh, of that shit. That's not good. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. not even equal. What if he got in a fight with like the science nerd or something? Oh, he'd kill that guy. He would have whooped the science teacher. <laughs> yeah, the shock science, teacher yeah. too, if there was one, right? God, Didn't at stand the same chance. time. Dudes would be like, five o'clock shadows and shit. <laughs> Damn. So we got a so we do have Billy Lyles on and I I Kyle my brother called me and goes man you still got your Billy Lyles helmet I'm like I do so old man Lyles Billy's dad worked for my dad as a mechanic and uh, gave us all helmets like my dad comes home one day and goes here you go I'm like what I mean this is not this is like '86 it's but like you, uh, Billy just got done with the helmet said here yeah. you go oh they were used yeah they were oh, it's he, even he three of them they're they're awesome Combs, I didn't realize they were used K O M E S Combs paint design. Whoever that is painted the helmet. It's probably so. white with a green and blue stripe or white something. White with a green and blue. And there was a bunch of guys had that same basic design. I think Mickey Diamond and a few other guys mm-hmm. at that time, everybody kind of ran the same whatever. It's yeah, similar shape stripes and stuff. So Kyle goes and uh, after he starts racing, he goes, I'm going to wear this thing. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. So he takes the visor off and like drills a two-inch screw. Like we were talking about, like that screw is probably one little jolt. It's, it's going into your brain. So, I mean, no, I'm saying us. I could have done it. I could have taken a drywall. I can't feel it when I'm sitting here on the back of the trailer standing here. So drywall it must be screw. okay. Yeah. A two-inch screw will hold it right there. It's a wide thread. A Troy so. Lee arrow, too, and you're out there with a the screwdriver. Every time he wears that helmet, he goes backwards on the track. It's weird, man. Yeah. yeah. Blood trickling down the going the wrong way. The liner's just soaked with blood. Yeah, those <laughs> awesome liners that were just a styrofoam cooler. Yes, with uh, black fabric over it, like lizard skin. Lizard skin, helmet Helmet skin, fabric on the inside. And again, big shout out to helmet skins. John just put one of those bad boys on a Belmoto 3. I wish we were not video. Well, and you know, the catalog, when you go through the catalog for helmet skins, you're like, oh, let me see which helmets it fits. And they don't list the Belmoto 3. So as we do for all our sponsors, lots of product development, a lot of testing. So we, we really, you know, wanted to update their catalog and... Well, that thing fits like crazy, son. I'm talking about, I mean, it looks like it was made for it. Reservoir tips got a little bit of sag. You know why I think it doesn't fit all that well? I think that was probably made for the Belmoto 2. Yeah, that's that's a good point, Nick. And uh, did you, have you ever seen a Belmodo Where is the two? Belmodo 2? I, I, the, the one I've ever, it's a Belmoto 3 is all I've ever seen. I've seen a Belmoto. What, what but is that? What is a Belmoto? I've seen it's a like Belmoto, a, but I never saw a 2. A, yeah, I've never seen a Two. I don't think somebody will correct us, but I don't think I've yeah, never somebody's seen somebody screaming. No. Yeah. Somebody's <laughs> dancing around in tidy whities with a Belmoto 2 in there. Yeah, holding it up. Yeah, I got one right here, you I dang idiot. God. Yeah. I'm not seeing it, man. So you I don't, don't see a Belmoto 2 or a Belmoto? I mean, it's all threes, man. Like, I mean, I, threes was our, that's our generation. I mean, maybe, what if the Belmoto I saw had the three off of it? See, I like, what if somebody ate crap and their face dug in? I never wow. thought about that before. I I didn't get the Moto 3 because it was a little bit more money. And I think What'd somebody... What did you get? I, had a, I got a Simpson. Dude, so, that's a that's a, just a tick off being badass. Those are badass, yeah. too. There was a time when they were pretty cool. I mean, I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. I had a blue, white, blue Simpson. <laughs> no, no, no. Blue, white, uh, green, white, blue. Those, ah, that's I'll say this. There was a time when they were equally as cool because I'm thinking, uh, what was that KRC or something? KRW, my brother, KRW, my brother had yeah. a KRW, um, but I'm thinking Jimmy Gaddis. Nah, it might not have been Jimmy Gaddis. It might have been somebody else. I know Jimmy Button wore Simpson, looked badass yeah. on, on a CR80. On a CR80, dude. Come on, eighty-four, it probably awesome. Yeah, sweet. It, he was on the what was that? The uh, you can tell it's Jimmy Button even when he's on a mini. Yeah, bike. absolutely. So but, distinct. What was that? The something All Stars something. 
The Yamaha the, Race of Champions? No, the, uh, the something, something star cavalcade. Oh, no, it was I on don't the know. TNN. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, a yeah. TV show, and it's got the blonde yeah, dude yeah, with the mustache. Something, something, all star cavalcade, and we're here at the Golden State Nationals, and it's Antonez and name Button. Ed? I don't that's know. Hal Singuinetti. I mean, there's a bunch of dudes that were. Hal Singuinetti was a guy I got cussed out by. Dude, Hal and there, well, that's it. It wasn't in Carlsbad. It was Carlsbad. Yes. And these guys, that track sucks. Dude. It'd be like going down to Walmart and being like, "Let's go, baby, right well, here." I hope you got your Bridgestone M23s. <laughs> and track is it's dude. hard. Pack. I can't even believe it doesn't even have dust. How? Yeah, it's because the dirt so... just gave up. The dirt is so dead. Like I don't even. Get, I'm not getting up. Like, yeah. I'm gonna lay right here. There's no dirt. It's just literally asphalt. And then they would water it. Like what? <laughs> okay. Yeah, you go first. You know, I'm not Dude, getting on that ice. The Carlsbad right? Freeway is what they call that, and it was not a freeway. It's like so damn water in a Formula One track. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Gnarly, very scary. Yeah, like so. I mean, we're gonna have Billy Lyles on. I want to talk like because when a guy from the East Coast goes all the way out there to ride on that, you're like, how? I mean, a he's probably the best guy suited for it. Yeah, because he did. Dirt track, so I'm like, yeah, this is yeah, maybe so that different. felt like dirt track to go to Carlsbad. And my dad talks about, and we will ask him about this. The year I think Ken went out with Keith Turpin and uh, Billy Lyles, Todd Neal, all of our buddies, all caravaned out there to Ponca City when Ponca was the shit. There's like three thousand yeah. people, and my dad says it started raining, and he goes, "That's the best mud rider I've ever seen in my life." He put oh, he, wow. he lapped Lachine, everybody's Billy. That's killer, like just man. absolutely destroy those guys. Yeah. So it's very rare for an East Coast guy to do that. But when the uh, rain yeah, came. That rain would that help, time, right? At that time. The rain would help. That would yeah. give him a little bit of... But still, to but just lap just the, in the The hierarchy of Moto and West Coast guys in 83. And they're all on. there. They're all there. The whole yes. roll call is, is And Loretta's is barely even a thing, because we're yep. talking what Loretta's was 82. 82, so yeah. Ponca was in its full glory and... To do that against all the West Coast guys, I know, must have been bad. Bad to the bone. That's when uh, I have to ask Billy if he even remembers whenever they drained the shitter and it blasted in <laughs> Old Man Lyles's face. No, stop yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. My dad, they're like draining it, and it just shot out. My dad handed him one napkin. He goes, "Here, what, son. What am I going to do with this one napkin?" Like he's, my dad, he's told that story a million times. That's pretty. I don't know if Billy knows it, but hopefully he knows it because I'd like to hear that. That'd be solid. There's doo-doo all over the place. My and doo-doo shot back oh, on us. On oh, my daddy's face. Covered. Man, I'd be over with. I would run. I'd look like <laughs> one of those cartoons. I'd be going up and over the next hill with dust behind <laughs> me. Just boop, boop, boop. I'd I have look witnessed like a scalded that. dog. I, we had a, a, at work one time, I had this partner that was the most OCD, clean freak guy you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> so he goes, we had a sewage pipe that was stopped up from this little bathroom. And we put a big, like... Air hose. Oh, in it. come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Let's really pressurize Tom, this. Tom, you stand on the back end here, brother. Well, we no tried it like four back. times, it wouldn't work. And then Craig, oh, you know, it. he walked in there and my buddy, the guy that works with Todd, hit the switch, man. And it fucking, <laughs> it looked like a die bomb, a shit die bomb went off in there. And die bomb. That's I not good. Could not quit laughing. <laughs> I mean, and I'm throwing I, up. I, I, for years, I couldn't quit laughing about yeah, that. Every time I would just, dude. It was awful. If I'm like you, I would have died. I would, I would have, I would have had a heart attack. I would have scraped my skin off, like rubbing around the sidewalk. And when shit. we lived in this RV before I built this house for 18 months, and 18 months I carried, I hand delivered. My wife helped me. I hand delivered 35 gallons of turds 
up my truck. I had to get a up there to Love's truck. Up to stop. Love's Can truck I borrow stop. you in this dump station? And I had yes, absolutely. It's ten bucks a dump. Yeah, same code every time. They never changed it. And I still went in there and paid it because I don't want because you're you ain't gonna have that. Well, on hey, you. I'll tell you this. I don't want doo doo karma. I won't bet no, shit you karma. No, yeah, you, you get not. that. I, I I told Christina so. This is the same code every time. She goes, all right, that's next level. You wait. You wait when that thing blasts off because it did multiple times. <laughs> you ever heard of old man Lyle's son? I've heard the story, but anyway, yeah, and that the first time we dumped it, it come it was a violent. It comes in like I don't know how it. It feels like it's falling from the Grand Canyon. It's got two hundred miles an hour, and it comes in the big two, three two and a half inch hole. But stuff. then there's that bleeder valve, and son, that thing is a is like a well, is like a well's spout. Yeah, it's like a guy because you open that. Open that thing yeah, up. Yeah, it's like Old Faithful. And as the sun's setting and you can see that thing spewing, I'm like holding this thing and it's just going. Uh, and it's spewing all over my arm. And I'm just, no, it's coming out. You what have, do you mean it's getting you on gotta your arm, You got to take the top dude. off. It's coming. The, the bleeder valve is, I got it off and it's going. Like on a gas can. Yeah, it's just going. Blowing out. And it's just this fine mist. Just fine mist of duty All particles. over me. A hundred percent. But if I stop, guess what? If I just yeah, it's gnarly. walk away. Can't. Because it, it, you cannot let go of this thing. You're just in it for the ride. I'm like, oh. So you have to stop it, and then we put the cap back. So in on. my world, I would have buried a fifty-five gallon drum. I was on with my buddy's property. I know I was on my. Well, buddy's he would property. have inherited a fifty-five gallon drum in his he dirt. Would, I wasn't doing. I wasn't going to do it at his property. And I was good. Like, gosh, every Holmes? I did it every. I mean, every five days. What if you just ran a pipe to his septic tank? It was three hundred feet. Man, I mean, that sounds worth it. Three hundred. Nick, feet. do you feel like that's very far? It's I would have dug far. an outhouse on his property. Yes, I mean, decorated it. I get it. We'd have got uh, Harold do Bone down there, or Marty. Harold Bone. The auger a hole. You build a nice structure over with a no, nice No, Marty seat. had that. Marty. Marty. Outhouses. Yep. <laughs> Harold had them at first down there. At, at each county? Oh, yeah. Wooden structure with just a hole. I mean, Marty did for sure. Big old hole. Gnarly. I would have just shit in his neighbor's yard. Yeah. Why couldn't y'all just go Before out Before day, the after hole night. For 18 months. My, yeah. yeah, you think? No. Hell I'm no. Kidding. How far from me was, it, was he from the closest store or restaurant? What if he's just non-stop? Miles. It's only for uh, customers. Well, this is getting expensive. I'll take one of these Hershey Kisses. I'll take a pack of gum. And, and use your shitter. <laughs> Hershey's Dude. Kiss. You're going to buy one Hershey's Kiss. I'll say Those this. are 12 cents. So my truck's a four-wheel drive little Chevy, but it's only had a six-foot. Um, <sighs> Here he goes. No, I mean, I, it's like, you know, it's just a three-quarter ton Chevrolet, listen, black Silverado. No, no, just listen. No, it's, I had a... All I had was white a white letter tires. Yeah, exactly. raised white letter radials. It was a, I had a, a two by twelve, six foot long, so the, it was steep. So you'd bottom it out on there and no, then I would, drag it up. I would pull this thing up, and I, it was thirty five pound, thirty five gallons doo-doo of doo doo shift to the other there, end. And I'd pull this stuff up, and it would get all cattywampus. Because all the I weight need, went down. Yeah, right? I need, no, it was slam full, but I yeah. need, I had somebody from behind pushing it up into my truck. No way, because at some point it's like face level. Yes. And what if what if the lid blew out or happen. something, dude? I will not allow that. I will Oh, that. my God. How well, your dad there? allowed How long it. was that? 18 months. I would have been like an 18-month liquid diet. Yeah. Just I'm now. just going to pee from... I, I feel like... Uh, it always the same. Yeah. I mean, that's... No, gross. but I would... I, I would have never peed in it. I would have definitely peed outside. I pee outside. Yeah, just my, to reduce your right. trips, right? right. Like, let's reduce. I mean, I really, you ain't got to pee, man. Stop. I pee in your yard every time I'm here. You should. He and does. then when I get home, I pee That's home why again. there's like brown spots that's and awesome. stuff out there. I, I didn't want to say anything. My pee is not acidic. It's oh, it's very, neutral. Very, it's like, shit's like he fertilizer. He makes sure it's pH balanced. Oh, it is very pH balanced. It is very like... That's what... You see all those wildflowers growing? Yeah. That's that, your pee. That's my urine. That's him peeing on on-ramps. Yep. I've on got 75. 
Oh, wow. All really? the wildfire yep. projects are Nick's peeing. At night, he's just out there urinating. I'm just spraying rainbows. <laughs> they want the purple stuff on the I-20 yeah. road one. Yeah. They want the purple one. So. It's nice. He has when, to eat different stuff. When I pee, one. it's just like spray. If you look through the light, like the right light, it's just like I'm spraying a rainbow, man. Oh, wow. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's real beautiful. Well, so uh, we will have shirts coming and beanies and stuff like that. I stopped by and talked to Christina and uh, got us, you know, some stuff coming, some some merch. Three of them. So there'll yeah, be three shirts. That way we all have one. And then we... And we can flaunt. We can rotate. We might do an extra. We'll flaunt. We're going to flaunt. Extra. I'll be up there like Nick was a minute ago with that dance, that little jig you did. I'll be showing off everywhere I go. I'll be like, look at my shirt. I bet you wish you had one. Do Ain't nobody getting one. So we're not filming we're this three. week either because Kevin's hair's messed up. Yep. Kevin's having a bad Nick's hair. Nick's got killer hair right now. I've got a haircut. Product gone. I do have a fresh haircut for the show. I did too. And I they have, don't even hook up the damn camera. I have product and then we don't have camera. We're not ready for it. Like we did a couple of shows. And I think we're, you, you've got some stuff and by our next show we shouldn't. You bought chairs. Nick went and bought three chairs. We got this big backdrop looking stuff. We got two dirt bikes we're going to put in here. So there's it'll, it'll look more presentable. Yeah, we just, so. we're just real embarrassed right now. It's it's just it's real we're embarrassing. So yeah, we're better now. We're better now. And people like us, and that we ought to look like it. We ought to look like people like us. Yeah. So no, but I, I talked to Christina a little bit about the motocross donations, and you know she was talking about the the ones that she's been to and all, and mm-hmm. it made me kind of think back to uh, eighteen at Redbud, the first the first time at Redbud for the motocross donations, and we. Um, the mud one. The mud one. The whole pits were over calf deep, you know. And um, I'm over mud races. I'm sorry. It dude. Sucks, dude. sucks, dude. The pits were trash. I felt bad for the Richie family. Yes. You the whole entire around, place was ruined. Everything pulling everybody out. That's that yeah. Just, you ruin your equipment. So you we ruin drive. Your property. Kids were in school, and you know, my wife was not even. She was going with us, but she was planning on. I'm going to meet my cousin in Chicago, and we're going to shop all weekend while you're at the race. And I'm like, that's fine. I'll keep the kids, and we'll have a good time. So we we wait on them to get out of school on Friday and drive all night. And I'm talking leave at 6 p.m. and or 5 p.m. or whatever, and um, <clears throat> the gate wasn't open when I got there. And they're like, hey, you're going to have to go back to the truck stop and sleep a little bit and come back when the gate opens. So I said, okay. Turn around, drive back out to the highway, go to sleep. It's raining all night. Uh-huh. And uh, get up the next morning. It's cold because it's Michigan in the fall. And, uh, man, we get to the gate, and there's 50 million people. Like, I'm talking, you know, I drove right to it the night before or the morning before. Right. And uh, now I'm, I don't know, I'm four miles out, stopped in traffic. And so we idle, and we idle, and we idle, and we get all the way to the gate. And I'm like, man, they're searching these vehicles. And I'm going, well, we don't, we don't have anything in here. We're fine. The dude rips open my door when he gets to me, and he goes, <laughs> He's got his arm down by the little uh, pocket in my door, and he goes, you have any guns in this truck, son? <laughs> and his fingers are almost touching my Get pistol. Out of my, like, why would he be in your he shit? He opened like... everybody's doors. They went through people's campers. They were was lifting a, the beds. Was it S.O.? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was sheriff's office. Yeah, so, All right. um, wow. so they just wanted to have a safe event. I mean, when you put I that much that. humanity in one place sure. with alcohol, it's stupidity is going to happen. So, But his his arm is almost touching my pistol. You got any pistol. rubber chucks in there? <laughs> Oh shit! You got I do, any man. numb chunks? I got my Chinese stars in the visor. So his his finger is 
inches from my pistol. And he goes, you got any guns in here? And I'm like, well, I'm not going to lie to this dude. I mean, Absolutely he's not. almost touching my pistol. So I said, yeah, there's a pistol right there. And he's, his face changes. He's like, well, you can't come in here with a pistol. And I said, every single person in this whole entire place has guns. Oh, no, they don't. We searched them. I said, they lied to you. They hit them better than me. I told the truth. Right. I'm the only one that told the truth. He goes, well, you got to turn around and go back to town. I said, I just sat in this line for like four hours, man, and y'all turned me away during the middle of the night. I'm not going back. And this particular pistol was a gift. It wasn't even <laughs> in my name. I said, why don't you take that pistol and throw it in that dumpster right there? What? He goes, I can't do that. I can't touch your, your pistol. Or what? I said, all right, I'll do it. No, sir, you can't walk through here with a pistol in your hand. And I'm like, well, how's it going to get in the dumpster? Because I'm coming in. And he's going, nope, you're not coming in. And I said, well, then we're at an impasse. But I am not turning around. I mean, if you would have saw the line behind me, it, I was holding things up bad. Because Redbud has like six lanes of entry Sure. when you come in and they're like 30 feet wide. I mean, they, they took some space to be able to get people through quickly. And all the dudes behind Except me are the like, damn gun slinging. They're like, why yeah, did we thug choose? Life dudes old John, J-Duff from they're like, why did Georgia. I get behind this clown? God. You know? So, so he goes, all right, listen, uh, there's going to be an officer come in a second. Here, I'll give you my gun. Just hold on to it. Here's my license. I'll I tried everything. Really? I said, I don't even want it back. I don't want the pistol back. So what? It's stolen anyway. Just well, it just, it. it just wasn't I in my name. seven people with this. It was a gift, so it was never in my name. So I, it was no big deal if I didn't keep it, right? So he says, an officer will be here in a second. Cool. You're, you and the pistol are going to sit in this van over here. And I said, I'm going to park this camper my wife can sit in the van. So it's, they're calling it like van jail, right? So she's got to go to van jail. Wow, with a she bunch had a of stretch. Drunks she and... did a stretch. Did he, let, he, did he let you take the pistol? He let her carry it in her purse. And fight her way out of that van jail. So she had with to all get, these other she gets in this burgundy. I'm not saying I'm speaking from experience, but <laughs> usually they don't let you, you take your into pistol jail. into jail with you. <laughs> Well, yeah, I've, but I mean, okay, I don't necessarily right. agree. I, always agree with that rule, but the dude. So the dude was waiting on a, an actual sheriff's officer to throw down the punishment or whatever. They wanted me to take it to the sheriff's office, but I'm like, you got to let me drop this camper first. If I'm going to drive back to town, I'm not pulling this camper again. So <laughs> he nightmare. puts my wife in in uh, van jail, right? With and a then, gun. Yeah, that's yeah. not kind of jail. At least you get to yeah. fighting chance. But he knew good and well. Like we're just. What People who drove all exactly what I wanted. I'll kill everybody <laughs> in that jail. We drove all night. I ain't going up Conspiracy. America's highways without a without a pistol, right? right? So she's sitting in there, and I go and park uh, the camper, and I send my son Rhett. I'm I like, like to hey, apologize for that vacuum running. I told her to have that stuff done. You said, you well, you said yeah, she should have been done by now. Why is she off schedule? <sighs> anyway, go ahead. I bet she's been scrubbing baseboards, and that's what got her behind. Well, she should have been on that earlier. I agree. Impact in our show. You can hear that. There's 24 hours in a day. That's a shark vacuum. That thing's got mad suction. Shark. So, so I send Red over there on his bicycle, and I go, "Hey, go to the fence. Take your mom these cigarettes. Tell your mom no. (laughs) And a file (laughs) in his birthday. Take her a birthday cake with this file in it. I said, "Hey, great story. See if she can reach through the fence and hand you the pistol, and that way, when they get there, because there still wasn't an officer in the van jail yet." 
So he tries and I she know. tries, and the dude's like, "Hey, get back in the in the van." The van jail wasn't get even locked. Get back in the van jail. Yeah. What? So so Rhett rides back. He's like, "Hey, they wouldn't let me get the pistol. They they yelled at mom for getting out of van jail." You sent so, your son to get the wife your wife's pistol. I'm like, hand the pits, pistol through the fence. Like we're trying everything through that little square to make this over, right? So <laughs> here comes this this lady's coming down the hill towards the van jail, and dude, she's like a softball coach type, and so she's. Got some energy. She, she's got a lot of uh, you know, like male tendencies qualities. and stuff, male qualities. She's got a she's, seventy mile an hour fastball, and I will say underhand uh, fast pitch softball is about one hundred and five. Yeah, and she so Damn she sure was just shy way. of that. Yes, right. So she Stall comes the down hips. there and she goes, she hops in the van jail and she goes, "Well, what are you in here for?" And my wife's like, "Well, we had a pistol in our vehicle and we chose to be honest and tell the guy working the gate that we had a pistol," and she's like. Everybody in this place has a pistol. Why'd you tell him? And immediately, like you're the, oh, the you're sheriff. an idiot. Why did you not lie to everybody? And she goes, so I come driving up now. I've got then the truck her, disconnected, I don't got one. and I come driving up, and I'm like, hey, let me have the pistol, and I'll take it to the sheriff's office in town. And the lady leans over to my wife, and she goes, "That your husband?" She goes, "Yeah." She goes, "You could do better than that." <laughs> what? <laughs> and she goes, "I've been thinking about moving to Georgia." Like she knows where she's from, right? Are there any teaching jobs down there? Are there any softball yep, coaching softball positions? Coach I'm positions dead serious. She said She's like, you could do better than that. She goes, you sure are pretty. She tells her Amanda how beautiful her eyes are. And she's like. Okay, because she's hitting on her. Yes, 100%. That's why she oh. told her. She was planting the seed that she could do better than that. And Dang, she's like. Dude. You know, you could have made would this story a lot better. Would Listen. you fight that woman? I'm not fighting her. She dude, she looked like ass? mall cop, like Paul Blart, dude. <laughs> And I was, and but with with anger, like hey, Paul you know, this, was nice. This was show nice. is all about honesty because I would have been like, there were super hot cop came down there. And These she was, lesbian cops yeah, attacked my like wife. Some softball woman wanted to whoop your ass. Yes, yeah, no. and hated my looks. Thought Amanda could do better. God Matter darn. of fact, I'm thinking about moving to Georgia. You know, so she lets me take the That's gun. A great story. She will not let Amanda out of van jail, but she lets me take until, the gun until. Yeah, until you pay, until you pay this rent. <laughs> so Rents I, do. I got Rhett in the truck with me, and I drive back. Hey, Amanda, we'll see you in a couple of days, man. It's it's gonna be raining. It's only a four day weekend. You, you had nothing wanna, else yeah, to it's, do. It's gonna be raining. You want to? Yeah. This place was gonna suck. Just, Just hang out in Van Gel with softball Laura. Softball here. Vicky. Yeah. So she, they, she makes Amanda stay in the Van Gel with her. Hands me the pistol. And I drive out of the gates, and I'm like, I'm not turning this in to the sheriff's department. Rhett's back there, got the seat folded up. He's like, yeah, we're not taking it there. We're putting it right behind this speaker box. They didn't look here. So he takes yes. the pistol. He you stuffs it under the seat. Good for you, man. <laughs> and we fold the seat back up. This story up. has so many layers. We your, get all the way back. Your wife is a closet lesbian. Closet lesbian. Softball coach. I don't think there's a much closet to that. She stayed in Van Jail with a... <laughs> she's a Van Jail lesbian. <laughs> she's a Van Jail lesbian, well, she sure. she do great in jail. And VJL. I love the fact that they're like, well, somebody's got to go to jail. I've had somebody else other than my and wife. And you and Rhett voted to put your mom, we your wife. vote. That dude's like, you. I said, I'm parking the this camp. Hey, we're going to lock somebody up. And they're like, and hey, softball she Vicky. like dirt bikes, so it's good. Softball Vicky will be cool. Amanda. Yeah. You're going to jail. Go over there and get in the jail. They were going to put me in jail with it. That's a risk we were willing to take. So when I get back, the lady's like, oh, you made it back pretty quick. 
How'd you make it all the way to the sheriff's department? Like she's interrogating because you, you she know? didn't have time to work her magic. Hundred percent. Right. She was Dude. not worried about the gun. She was worried about the fact that I got back in like fifteen or twenty minutes. Listen, I'm not, me and your wife got to talk about a few more things. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. I want to make sure she's not a repeat offender. So yeah, so but I finally got her out of van jail. And the pistol stayed in the truck the whole time. So dumb, Dude, man. good for Rhett. Good for Amanda. Yeah. Softball Vicky can suck it. Yeah. You're ugly, she apparently. She probably that's works a, man, in Georgia awesome. now. Now so you make easy. fun of Softball Vicky, and Amanda's like, yeah, she's down in back off her. She was a nice lady. <laughs> she was nice to talk to. She, she was a, feel good about myself. Yeah. She was a cunning linguist. She, she was a cunning <laughs> yeah, linguist. She had a really she's good grasp County, around Two-time state champion, two, uh, 3A <laughs> softball. She really was. She came wow. to Georgia for coaching job undoubtedly so dude yeah so we'll ask billy if you know maybe did you ever get put in van jail <laughs> that is so <laughs> that story right there is so dude, good. it is messed up amanda's like the lady's telling me i could do better than that <laughs> so good man what a at least she didn't go for it i've had everybody say that serious about me. vicky oh, we say that about you a lot when you're not around yeah <laughs> what do we do say so much better on this show what man. is it we say again <laughs> we got With fireball watkins Sugar, Sugar Balls, Balls Blackman, Blackman. KD Kelly, just, just KD Kelly, KD Kelly, KD eighty Kelly, KD eighty Kelly. That's all I am. I got nothing, dude. KD eighty Kelly. I give everybody cool nicknames, and I never get one. And you're KD eighty Kelly. I'm KD eighty Kelly. What yeah. about what about Nicholas today, riding the motocross school? <sighs> Yeah, that's right. You went podiums. to a motocross school today. I did. I did. Tyler Lifts. Tyler Lifts. Yep. 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 MX Factory. I did. And did you learn anything? Uh, yeah, I learned that I'm not really good at motocross. He does like, all the schools. Like, is that what his job is? Like, to beat I do you everything. Down? Yeah, he just, he beat how, me. How down. many schools? Tell me all the schools you've done in the last. You've done AJ Catanzaro. Yep. Tyler Bowers. Tyler Bowers. Yep. And now this dude. Like, if you yep. come in a 14 hour radius of Georgia, Nick, Nick Blackman signed up. will give you all of his money. Sugar Balls Blackman will mail you a check. I just wanted... And did anybody <laughs> ever respond to your question? That was a valid question. No, yeah, they tell didn't. them about that because I mean, you got real concerns <clears throat> before this school. So they, it was a school like you know MX Factory, right? They talk about a bunch of form and practice, and you know how you're going to get better. So they emailed me and said, you know, before the thing, do you have any questions? Yeah, and these are fair. Sure. After this school, with the skills I learned, should I be able to qualify for an outdoor national or maybe a Supercross? Yeah, I'm 53, going to be 54, and it's time to get going. Yeah, you because you've really let some years slip under the bridge. Yeah, and you didn't right. mean that shouldn't to. stop you from pursuing your dream. Though. Well, not if you go to MX Factory. Look at John Dowd. Exactly. Hello. And look at this. He like didn't this. start Supercross. Till, Nick's not going to start Supercross. If a kid till starts when he's five-ish, he, you got to do futures. Yeah. Listen, if you start when you're five years old, you got to do futures. And then by the time you're 20, you're a pro. Like Jet Lawrence probably started at five, and now he's. It's really the same well, so time I'm 53, frame, right? Yeah, so in 15 years when I'm 68. Well, here's the thing. You've got to go through futures. I'll you go got to go futures. through. Yeah. Yes, and if you can this successfully is complete futures. that. <laughs> Why is yeah. this dude on the line with us? I mean, I'll Shut figure up. all I need is a lot of schooling in 15 years. That might, you know. Dude, Supercross, like I think about Supercross mid-90s. I could have signed up. Nothing stops me. Yeah. Or, like it was. We absurd. had some of those people around. Oh, here. we did. I'm not going to name names, but I watched a guy go through the whoops in Atlanta, and he, he the first time he went through, he's rolling every one of them. And he goes endos, lays there for a lap before he crawls out of his bike, sits on the side of the track. I'm talking about ten minutes of practice. That's Gold chains just bouncing around. Just sitting there, and he does. If none you're of if it. you're from here, you For, know you the probably name. kind of general yes. idea. Yes. Yeah, and then just walks around in his gear the rest of the night, 
sign an autograph. Somebody might like, oh, me. man, my knee, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. I wonder, man, I blowed out my knee over in the whoops tonight. Not for nothing, but I wonder if that got him laid. Uh, he's he's told me a story, I'm not sure, but he's told me a story that it, it happened at Loretta Lens. It did just... He told me, "Aren't you that guy that endo?" No, that didn't help him. But he just told me, "If you just hang around late enough and drive around in a golf cart, you that pick is somebody not up. good. That's not good. I think that's pretty well. You're anywhere. picking up the scraps. I mean, that's, that's so anywhere, Nick would be on the leading that's, edge. That's anywhere. I've, right. That's, that's can, the tail end. You, what's that big place in the Burbs? What the hell's that place in Florida where everybody retires? The village. Oh, the, the villages. villages. Yeah, you could probably ride around in a the golf cart villages. down there. Like, <laughs> wow, way to hold that note. We'll be doing karaoke at Vintage Motorcycle Days this coming year for what are we gonna do? Seven hours a night? Yeah, we gotta get it's, the we gotta get order the nightclub. You know, it would be awesome <laughs> if we could get they would hate us, especially if just I just our own nightclub 34 12 inch woofers in there and it'd be like have you ever seen the office whenever uh, Michael Scott's having a party in his hotel room and like nobody's there? Nobody came. You yes. can see it, the light coming through his room. And it just stays flashing. And there's nobody there. Nobody's in there. Could That's... you imagine leaving the lights flashing when nobody's there? I would love to have a big enough crowd go with us to and just make finish days. And, and always have a line out in front of the nightclub. Hold on, hold on. And have Steve Carnegie out there. Just yeah. Hey, you're, you're not on the list. No, no, sorry, dog. You're not on the list. And he could take like bribes. Pick him. He did do at our at the first DMXS party we ever did. I said, Steve, will you please? Because he's working for the AMA. I said, will you just wear your AMA Footlocker shirt and your uh, bike shorts and have a clipboard and a whistle? Yeah. Like, at our party, he just walked around. And he would just do, freeze, dirt like, bag, whatever. No, he'd be throwing like, down like calls. Yeah, like, and yeah, stuff. like yellow flag, like whatever. He just had all kind of penalties for all night well, long. People were violating the rules. Yeah, Greg Mall came it. in there naked. <laughs> Somebody snatched that front brake lever hey, too. Shout out to Greg Mall. He he gave us big props. He shot us a Bodie. A, a, yeah, Bodie. Sorry, he shot us a um, me a text and goes, dude, y'all are funny as crap. And he was just enjoying whatever. But he says, and he's went through the Zapruder film. Of him coming through our first party. It was Manners film. It's sort of like JFK. It is. Like back a, and to the left. And his head goes back yeah. to the left. And if then there if was you've a, seen the movie. Anyway. Yes. So he comes through and apparently he says somebody he, him and Kyle are butt naked. On Honda fifties. At Honda fifties at our DMXS party. Two hundred people in this area. And Kyle and them come through the doors of them, and they're just, just having a great time. And somebody grabs Greg's front brake. And on a slick tuck out <laughs> front end, son. And dude, he goes trying to crank a Z50 that's flooded, butt naked. It's the Which worst. is sort of like Nick's, like, you know, you're today. That's you at the yeah, MX Factory. I fouled a plug today. Dang it. Had on a four stroke. Yeah, Not many people can claim that. EFI? Yeah. Yeah, she's got EFI. That's how slow. You, you know I you're going that's slow. Impossible. Has that happened before in the history of it? It loaded up on him. I it's the first take... bike. Got to take the damn gas tank off to change a plug. It's not like an XR where it's and you can't change them. Where you got to saw where a frame. Where yeah. you can't do it at all. Where it's impossible to change. You have to you saw can the do frame. it, but you got to be ASE certified. Well, we're sending hours the book, to. The, the book rates three hours. We the, pay three hours on spark plugs. We we have found somebody. We're sending our bike uh, by plane to Michigan. Massachusetts. I think. Yeah, I think. Massachusetts. Mass, yep. Yeah. Southwick, Massachusetts Mass. to get the plug Yeah, one changed. of our buddies hit me up, uh, said that if we need those plugs changed on the uh XR He's got a sharp hacksaw. He can cut that section of frame out and re-weld it yes. back. Yeah. I would love to watch somebody change it on an XR250. So you know. like, well, that's why uh, I felt today on my CR450. So how long did you get into this class before your day was over? And you could, yeah, how far did you get to ride? You did Billy Cantrell it and ride um, somebody else's bike? You know, we did. We Sorry, Billy, if you're listening. We went through Good all call. the the work to on the stand. Like where you're, you know, okay, going so up position. Okay, so you're good there. Yeah, your I'm good there. I'm, I've gotten really good on the stand. <laughs> so and, uh, you can ride the stand. And I took good. the bike off the stand and wouldn't crank. 
I rode from my truck. And what, you rode it last Oh, time? you didn't even get to ride? No. Oh, I thought you did like three hours or something. Nothing. Refund? No, I fucking cranked on it for three hours. You, you know, I, next time they come to Georgia in a couple of years, I'll get a free class. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so cool. in a couple of years, you've got a... Yeah. So really, I'm holding on this. You voucher. got a 15 year plan until you qualify for a Supercross. Yeah, plane. You'll be one yeah. step closer. Yeah, or a national. Right. Well, did you so, learn anything, dude? You're gonna redeem that coupon as soon Hell as they yeah. come back. He signed and gave you a voucher. I'll, I'll remember you. I won't yeah. forget. Sugar yeah, balls, so, Blackman. Did he That's what you your ca- Any kind of paperwork? No. no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is gonna work out. It was, he said, "Message me on Insta, and I'll I'll look back wait, through." Here, Hit listen, me up on Threads because this ain't gonna be thinking. around no more, brother. Okay, so they're doing another one tomorrow. At, okay. Uh, God, you want to take one? Are you another bike? You want to no, take an XR250? No, they were doing another one at uh, where did I go this weekend? Uh, Sand Mountain. Sand Mountain. So it's a couple hours the other way, and I thought, no problem. I'll grab a plug on the way home. Uh, I'll meet you at Sand Mountain. I'll just go son. tomorrow. No big deal. Ain't nobody going to short circuit my 16-year climb to the top. Sugar Balls went to four places trying to find a plug for a 23CR450. That plug is in pot. Why? They don't have them. I, don't think, you know, cause I guess they never foul them. And Sugar Balls don't like the idea <laughs> of just cleaning that plug because it never ran. It didn't run and foul. Went to a couple of very large, I'm guessing. Retail outlets? Yeah, retail Outlet. It ain't Hill Motorsports, but you know where I'm going with it. Yeah. yeah. It's up on a hill. And then one that. And it's uh, the hill's bigger than a hill. That rhymes with Fackel Gear, and they didn't have. <laughs> well, there goes plug. that sponsorship. Yeah. I was, I, not I, yet. He didn't blow them out. It rhymes. So they, it. I mean, is that like no a plug. very unpopular plug? It's like, so I came home with no. So now I've got a bike sitting there, the gas tank off, because you got to take it off to get the plug out. I bet your wife is like, plastic off. This place sucks. She didn't know. You didn't tell her, like, oh, I learned a lot. You know, you dared. So how was your day? Oh, it's awesome. What if you accidentally got a works bike and, like, why are your that's lips, why, why are your you. Your lips can't, purple. Man. Are your lips purple? He's my lips. Yours are too. Are they really? Yeah, I think I got bad circulation, but, man. <laughs> <laughs> are his lips purple? Do my lips be purple? I'm colorblind. I don't know what uh, yeah, but are oh. they not a different? Are they darker than normal? Lick them. <laughs> you want me to do it six, no, like was, sugar balls was, no, in slow motion? To, no, he was telling you to lick no, his. I meant lick mine. Oh, lick, lick your nose. I can't lips. see that far. You got to lick mine. <laughs> lips and you want me to do it like a bud or just like no. slow, like sugar balls? Like you know, that's a good friend if your ch- lips are chapped and your buddy's like, oh, let me lick those for you. Dude, I'll fix that right now. Yeah. I think it's because it's Kentucky far. Is poisonous. You've been sampling my drink. Every time I come up here, it's one millimeter lower. Like I ain't gonna notice. And then he adds chemicals guy. to it. There's guys that I like. I've heard that if you just their factory set up the levers and bars. If you just roll the bars like in half a half a millimeter, not they even would know a mil. John is that guy for for. Liquor. I'd get on there. No, I, I'm supposed to ride this. No, this is what your, you're giving your alcohol. me. Alcohol. You're that. You're the alcohol version of that. Only on cinnamon whiskeys. I would ride. You could check, if you just parked a bike in the same spot where I left mine. That'd be good. I'd, I'd ride that bike setup. and be like, "Man, this is how I left it." So that's my. My labor's yep. a little crooked. Pop, pop, <laughs> one time we're, we're good. So we did. We were sitting there today before the uh, MX Factory class, and uh, a girl pulls in on a BMW GS like twelve hundred. No, the big it was like a three ten or something. Okay. Never been on a dirt bike, never been on a dirt bike track, whatever. What? And she had just signed up for this class, like a motocross class. Is Liv say no, signed you... up for like uh, to be one of those uh, motorcycle training 
guys. Yeah. So maybe he was listed or something. Is I don't he, know. Is he, an M- is he MCF in that? MSF. Motorcycle Safety Foundation. No, I don't think so. There's... No, 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 no. He's none of that. MSF, I think. Motorcycle Safety. And he was like, that's the one in Roswell, right? Yeah. There's the other one that's a nationally accredited one where like Grant Langs and and all those guys are. He he just said, maybe he is that, but I don't know. She showed up and we were just, I was sitting there talking to the guy when he goes, Hmm. I wonder if she's here for the class or just to hang out. And she was there for the class. I really want to work on my whoop speed. No, it was not the whoop. Okay. So she just shows up and like on I got this, this big adventure bike. bike. What? And she just had to sit on the kickstand the whole. She stayed to her, you know, and to her credit. She was just absorbing. It was like this is a pre-class. I mean, no, hey, props to you for doing it. I got, yeah, I would never like. Did she ride the bike there? She rode it like they had a flat area where you do like ovals and do okay. drills and stuff. And she rode around and did that. No, I, I mean, was, did she ride the bike from that, her no, house? Her oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if she actually came from her house, but wherever she was, she rode She actually there. rode to the place. I don't yeah. know where she was before there. We didn't talk She could have been one next door. <laughs> where were you earlier? Yeah. <laughs> there was a light bulb hanging above your head. Tell me where you were three hours ago. <laughs> what? Interrogate Do me you know Sugar Balls Blackman? You were, home. Yeah. Were, you, you were at his house, weren't you? Damn, y'all had a, like... And so, yeah. It's just was, my purple lips that's throwing you off. That was the day. And then I had to go buy these chairs that we're not sitting in. Yeah. And just so we could have them. I had to load down those. The I had all three of these recliners in the back of a Toyota Tacoma with, with a CR450. That wouldn't run. And you're yeah. riding So you basically here. you had four chairs in the back of your yeah, truck. Maybe <laughs> five. I mean, yeah, that'd yeah, I be like two. two. Yeah. <laughs> and I look like Jed Clampett coming down the road. 16. Like all I could think the whole time I was just let me tell you a story about a man <laughs> named Dick. Tell me about your uh, your trail of shrink wrap, just 700 miles behind His the truck. roll-offs. He had a thing of roll-offs that are 60 foot Yeah, my Smith hit roll-offs. Yeah. So these He's Ricky sh- Ryan at Daytona. They man. were shrink-wrapped. And literally, you're not joking, there were 25 foot of shrink-wrap hanging off the Just back. dangling, waiting I for could somebody. see it in the mirror in the headlights from the cars behind me. <laughs> And I just kept going. I was he like, just hung them a The bird. way things gone today, I'm not stopping. Fuck that. I'm, nah, just, man. I'm rolling. John had a good point. What if somebody hit the bottom of that and flipped your Jeep up in the air and <laughs> clipped it up. over backwards, dude? Yeah. Tinsel streak strength of that. Uh, oh, yeah. Strength crap, dude. Yeah. You can't. Mm-mm. That's serious business right there. Yeah, it was. Uh, John already ran through his whiskey, so he's about to step into that fireball. Far- I don't like Easy. it. If you drink too much, then you don't remember any questions you asked. And that's later you're well, like, that's why we wrote them all down. You've got the same amount of questions as you did good point. after you talked good to point. Hey, what Billy. color? Billy Lyles just has brown hair? Yeah. Sandy blonde. Okay. It's a brown. We, we didn't write that down. That's what I week. would call it a chestnut. <laughs> We're about to give him a call, though. So, do you um, think we should? I mean, yeah. I, it'd be amazing if we did. Yeah, I'm yep. telling you, I've seen him go so fast on a motorcycle that it looks like he could just destroy the motorcycle. He's, I'm pretty sure he did destroy a he, lot of motorcycles. Yeah, he did. But he's one of those riders that's old school and uh, tougher than like. I wouldn't say you know. I know he's tougher, but yeah. like, there's no dancing around it. If he needs to get to there. However rough that is, he's gonna hit it just like it's smooth and just blow through the stuff. What is Kevin uh, over here showing off? Oh yeah, check me out. I I'm near the recliners that we're not using. Yeah, he's hit it. I mean, I just want to be comfy, Kev. Is that too much to ask? So we had that. And then we, listen, first the foul plug. Then I nearly had to. <laughs> this is gonna be crazy because I'm a dog lover. Like I love dogs. Oh. He does love dogs. I nearly had and to shoot a dog this morning. More than oh yeah, anybody. So I'm walking this morning, 
and I'm going on the little path, a little park, and it's just after daylight. And this guy comes walking. He's got this beautiful white pit bull of some sort. They're kind of like one of those bullies, all muscly and yeah. Well, evidently he wasn't trained very well. Just got theory fitness, just yoked up. Just oh, he's a jack. Got a good party pump. Super jack dog. But he's coming Did up. You just do push ups, dog. Like, party a, pump. I was like, oh, that's a badass looking dog. Well, they got like twenty feet from me. The dog starts going crazy, like coming after me. I stop walking, you know, because I think that's a smart thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Guy can't. You. Guy can't hold the dog. And this is a dog that if he got a hold of a limb, you're just hurt. Snap it in he's half. He's tearing man. the meat off the meat's the bone. gone. The bone breaks. Yeah. And so, I happened to be carrying not the pistol that you had. In, uh, yeah, at Van Jail. And not in Van. I had not been put in Van Jail. You didn't yet have today a nine for, millimeter on for you. Carrying, you know, it was just a little three eighty in my pocket, and I literally pulled it out of my pocket when this dog got like six feet. For I thought he was going to attack me. Yeah. And the guy finally, when I pulled it out, he freaked out and just like sat on the dog and like. Okay. Well, dude, him. you should have. I'm done like, that. dude, you should have done that a long time ago before he was going. And it was too late, and you had already him. reared up and aimed. And well, when a dude dove on his dog, and Nick your point, popped him. Your point, Nick, was if I have to shoot this dog, I'm, then I'm going to whoop this guy's ass. Yeah. For me having to shoot your dog, I would have been so upset if I wanted if I had to do that that I was just going to beat his ass too. Yeah, because I didn't want this to kill your dog them. and whoop my ass yeah. in the same day. I probably would have had to kill them all. I think so. It's the only way out, dude. Just, yeah, it's the only way out. It's the only way out. Then the only people. Then the only people that would known about it was. Who yeah. all we told on this podcast? Not many. Yeah, so but that's safe. A, yeah, yeah, a couple of dudes, and then that we could call them afterwards and say, "Hey, man, don't don't, don't say anything." Sh- Everybody, Ixnay, listen to this. Don't Ixnay say on the Erder May, <laughs> Pig Latin A on the dog murder, the Og Day Erder May. No, but it, that's how you do though. I when dogs come at you and it's an unknown dog, there is a moment where you are you're about to defend your life or your limb. Yeah. Neither one of them should have to be defended. I mean, but it happens, right? I mean, I could whoop a dog's ass, but I'm not sure. I'm that, sure at that moment. But a dog like that, he get a hold of you, he's hurting something. That's I mean, Nick. That's that Nick's perilously close to pulling a trigger. That was me. That was what it sounded like in my head at the time. Yeah. Jeez. It was definitely an orchestra. That was my theme music. From a first grade field trip. I think with all this new AI stuff where you got AI that's self learning, I think now you should just be able to walk and AI is constantly playing theme music around you. Yeah, because whatever the whatever's happening. How much better would our lives be? If you just had theme music everywhere? Yeah. (laughs) But unlike our show, you could use. Like real theme music, you wouldn't have to like pay. You wouldn't have to pay through this the is, nose for. It's 15, 15 bucks a month, man. Or I mean, this is this is this is not hit the spot or what? It hits the spot if you got something serious going on, right? Which what we if you was about but to listen, have some shine liquor? Right now, and if this were a movie, you're in a Ferrari Testarossa, the tops down. It's three in the morning. It's a curvy road. It's Miami. The fog is setting. You got a suit it's jacket on. In. Yeah, but you look over your partner tubs. You're like, dude, are those shoes made of wicker? Drug and, dealers, and tubs drug like, dealers just kidnapped your wife and put her in van jail. And you can see yeah. her high heel shoe hanging yeah, this, out the van. I like that John sacrificed his wife to go park. I had to get the damn camper done, dude. Good for you, man. I can't play this game, dog. You're sagging out my back. That's why, listen, 
It had nothing to do with aesthetics and why she said she could do better. The reason that she was telling Amanda that she could do better was the camping. You could the do ca- better. Dropping the camper. You just put her in van jail yeah. to park a camper. We're going to lock you up. Take my wife. Take my wife. Take her, <laughs> dog. I got, I got to park this camper. Hey, stuff to do. you punch my wife one more time and I'm getting out of this truck. That's right. Dude, I know that, you know, HR says certain things to us and stuff, but if my life had. Um, you like, can't play any kind of music. But if it. my life had theme music. What is that? It's a fiddle. Okay. That'd be your fiddle. Yeah, I would, I, it'd, be, it'd be way more redneck than like that John. I don't have a Ferrari. I'm not cruising some coastline with fog setting and well, my partner's he does, though. high heels hanging out of Van Gel. My <laughs> wife had on tennis shoes and it was muddy. And the the big, large softball coach lady. She came down there with some of those. I'm like, calling Billy Lyles. Let me tell you, that's where your problem is right boots, now. You let your wife wear boots. tennis shoes. That's where your problem yeah, is. You that's where. That's what the attraction right, was. No, I'm just saying. No, that's Georgia you Peach. Go, they're supposed to have high heels on in the kitchen. Factory in County. a bikini. In a bikini. A bikini. Put that bikini on. Put that bikini and high heels on. Cook me some eggs. <laughs> I bet Billy's training with a trash bag on right now. He is. You know how hard it is to check the tire pressure in 72 motorcycles? How hard? Yeah, hard. (laughs) (laughs) That is a question right there. (laughs) Hey, welcome to the show, Billy. I know we just kind of hit you uh, midstream here. We... It's, this happens more often than not. We'll be talking, and Kevin Windham's like, hey, man, I'm on. I'm like, oh, welcome to the show, Kevin well, Welcome, Windham, so. Kevin Windham. Yeah, welcome to the show, Billy Lyles. <laughs> We've had uh, Keith Turpin on uh, a few weeks back. One of our, actually, our first show, right? No. Plessinger? Plessinger was before Billy or before uh, I don't Keith so. Turpin. No? Don't you would so. know. Anyway, welcome to the show, Mr. Billy Lyles. Are you busy? No, I'm just uh, sitting in my recliner. Man, I wish we, we we've got three recliners we can Kevin see from here. Sit them in the night. We're almost ready. We got new recliners for the show. We just didn't get to place them. So, well, thanks for being on, man. Uh, uh, we were trying to kind of just go over some details of your career. We've got uh, like fifty-seven questions, so I hope you got about three hours to jump in with us. Whatever it takes. Oh, God, the dedication. <laughs> That's a good sport right there. The dedication. So uh, John kind of wanted to go right into uh, trash bag training. I didn't want to just go into I it. Mean, just, I mean, I want to go into it. Like it's you, just something I remember. Yeah, yeah, like just old stories. You, you're kind of a legend in, in our little area, in our little tri-state area, in North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee. Like That's, dude, quad, that's more than tri. Yeah, the that's quad. That's four states. Whatever. So That's a quad state. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Not quads though. He didn't. He didn't do stuff on. Yeah, quads. But he was just. He was one of the first true badasses from the East Coast. I mean, there were other guys, but like you made it all the way to a Kawasaki factory ride. You raced in Europe for the Nations. You know, I mean, you did a lot. But we just kind of wanted to get into your trash bag training. So, hey, do you remember Billy? There was a an article in Motocross Action. It's probably eighty six, and it says it's like training tips with Billy Lyles, and it's got. You're going jogging. You got a gray sweatshirt on, and you got a a trash bag over. And it was like how to train. He's in, cutting weight for the two fifty. Train class. in the heat or something. It right. was. I mean, I'm, who knows? Do you remember anything about that? Not right offhand. I mean, uh, gosh, you know, I really, you know, didn't train that hard up until you know. I guess it was 1982 and being a part of, you know, Team Green and Team Kawasaki and 
having access, you know, to a trainer and stuff like that. I mean, I was just a good old crazy Southern boy that, uh, Grew up in the South where it was good and hot, and the hotter it was, the more I liked it. Yeah. Well, let me let me set the table for everybody listening. For everybody that watches Supercross and Motocross now, being a guy from the East Coast and kicking ass in 1980, 81, 82, if you weren't David Bailey or Billy Lyles, there, there weren't that many of you guys. There were guys. There were, you know, there were the Surratts and those dudes. They're, he's from the West Coast, I, excuse me. But um, it just was so difficult to be an East Coast guy and get the attention, but you got the attention of team green and you were one of the first guys to get a ride with team green. Like who were the original guys and tell me the conversations you had and how that even came together. Wow. Uh, it was, I think 1979 and you know, the NMA, which was a big West coast racing organization. Uh, we had run some qualifiers and, uh, stuff like that. And, ventured out to Ponca city, Oklahoma. I think it was in 79. Uh, and again, Yamaha was given away, you know, their initial ride, you know, for class winners and things like that. And I think my first trip out, I rode uh, 100 to 125 stock, 125 modified, and 250. Yeah, sure. And that makes sense. Like that in today's I, uh, world, that would be like riding super mini. Then the 125 and like a 250, which is unheard of. <laughs> yeah, nobody does it. And, you know, we went out and I won two classes that year and had a second and a third place in the other two. And uh, this was pre-Team Green and, you know, they were putting their programs together. Um, and after, you know, the race and everything, winning two classes, my dad yamaha dealer i mean we owned uh actually three shops at the at the time in the atlanta area my father did and Yamaha, but we're only going to give you one bike right about a week later a fellow named dave jordan contacted me and asked me if i would be interested in riding kawasaki's and of course you know we sat down dad and i talked about it a little bit and they made me an offer of two 125s, two 250s, a 420, a parts account, expenses to the nationals. And dad and I talked about it a little bit. And we're like, you know what? Gotta we own Yamaha shops, but we're going to ride Kawasaki's. That is wild. And can I, can I go back? And, and, and so you, this is 1979 when you went out and won two classes, got a second and a third, right? Did, mm -hmm. did you know where you stood nationally before that race? Because, I mean, you had to know you were decent, but then you go out there when where everybody's at, and then you kick the shit out of some dudes. You're like, all right, I'm, I guess I'm pretty good. You know, I really, I didn't know. I mean, I know the West Coast boys, you know, Southern California, all of that. You know, that was kind of where this organization was based from. And, you know, unfortunately the motocross industry at the time was all Southern California, sure. you know, and yeah, it was, it was kind of a venture out. I mean, 1977, dirt track, uh, short track race across in, uh, in, uh, 1977, I won the 125 amateur 
National Short Track Championship and the 250. Um, I believe that class, you know, I think I ran third or fourth in it. Um, and I rode against a kid named Chris Carr. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he he might have done guy. a few things. And in the uh, 250 class that year, I outrun Scotty Parker and won it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that you know. So okay. Cool. So before I go into your moto career, me and my little brother Kyle, we were talking. <clears throat> Do you. Were you better at dirt track than you were at moto and just moto came easier or it was more, it was sexier and you got more, uh, you know, more rides, more money. There was more, more of a career path there. Like what made you choose one or the other? Cause you were doing pretty damn good in both facets. It sounds like. I think it was the opportunity that Kawasaki provided me. Um, you know, in all honesty, I didn't care if I was going in circles, jumping jumps, you know, I just love to ride. I mean, you're talking to a kid that went to school. I would come home. You know, we lived a little bit out in the country. I'd get on my bike and ride a little bit. And most of it was kind of like a little bit of trails, you know, kind of woods and all. And, uh, you know, my neighbor had a bike. And, you know, I'd ride an hour a day at home. And when I was done, I'd go to uh, junior league football practice, you know, two nights a week, playing football on Saturdays, racing motorcycles on Sunday. There's a little guy named Joe um, Namath. I knocked him out one night. I'm like, this guy beat everybody. Like, <laughs> I'm kidding. But uh, if you tell me that, I'm going to just hang yeah, up. Yeah, we're going to believe like, I'm going to believe him. You're not going to hang up. So, hey, what was that neighbor's name? Was this Tim King or Matt King or maybe? Uh, Tim and Matt, actually, we met them racing, uh, you know, and they were running the Shively Hondas. Um, you know, and of course they were built and stroked XR, uh, 75s. Yeah. And, you know, I'd never ridden one, um, till I got to know him and, you know, he hooked up and we started going to the races a lot together and different things like that. But, uh, I rode one of those bikes one day at holiday downs yeah. and I was pretty amazed you know with a four stroke i'd never ridden one or you know all i had were yamaha two strokes and you know all of that before that excursion and uh i did a lot of flat track racing with a girl named tammy kirk yeah she's still around yeah oh yeah she's still around um you know and uh she was big on you know the xrs and things like that and back in the day i mean i don't you know, we never protested any of them or anything like that, but I don't believe that XR 75 would run like a two stroke YZ 80. <laughs> right. you know, I'm sure they were, they were stroked and pumped up, but uh, <laughs> something like that. Right. And, uh, but it was a good experience. You know, like I said, we, we had a lot of fun growing up. Um, there was a kid named Danny angel out of Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, you know, Greg Scalf, a few of them. There's a few pictures floating around with a bunch of us racing buddies on, piled on a mini bike. I think there's six I saw of us. That, you that know. is an awesome photo. And that was actually in, uh, in Monteagle, Tennessee, or something like that. Uh, you know, Kelly Fouch, and, yeah. you know, again, just just a bunch of kids having fun, you know. So talking about pictures, we got a picture just a few minutes ago from 
Do you remember the guy in your neighborhood, Larry Ferguson? He's, oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, whatever you tell me that you really know him, I'm not. I'm going to tell him that he don't remember. That he you didn't remember, he don't remember him, him, and he's he's lying about being your neighbor and friend. So we'll scat, so, we're going to cut uh, this out of the show. <laughs> no, don't do that. No, his uh, his brother uh, was the cool. You know, they were neighbors. Yeah, and way, way uh, cooler than Larry. <laughs> uh, we're just trying to but, mess with you know like i said he used to go to the races a lot on the weekends and would help dad because i mean most of the time when i was coming off the racetrack i was right you know i rode 80 100 125 250 and i'd have to drop one bike off and get on another one and his brother spent a lot of time pushing bikes around, having them in the right place at the right time. Oh, that's yeah. good. His brother's a nice guy, too. He sent us the coolest picture of you. On a on 117 a, Yamaha. What is it, a 350? It's a, a Yamaha. You're, on the, you're flat tracking on a Yamaha twin-cylinder 350 of some sort. And the helmet is spinning one way, and your head's looking the other way. Yeah, because yours, yours, yeah, you're tiny. I feel yeah. like I could put two adult hands in between your ears. Because <laughs> you're probably 11 or 12 riding that 350. Probably looking back for Scott Carr. Oh, yeah. That was, that was actually one of the – ad being a Yamaha dealer, that was uh, specific parts and stuff like that from one of the bikes that they had in Daytona for the Daytona 200 course and a lot of the parts of that engine you know and stuff were out of some of that kit that they were actually running in daytona and dad always loved the twins i mean i had a 125 twin and a mini bike yz80 frame god that i rode quite a bit (laughs) what was that like but you're so let's go back your dad is like a guru and so you're telling me you had this big ass motor stuffed into this whatever frame yz80 yeah so who who figured that junk out? Your old man? Dad did it all. I mean, Dang, uh, dude. twin cylinder twenty five. That dude would squat down in a squat position. Like I remember as a young kid hanging out at our shop because your dad worked with for my dad as a, a mechanic, and he would sit down and bend over. I'm like, how does he do this? I'm like, for like eight six. hours or something. Yeah, dude. He had no stool, and he would just sit there and do everything bent over. I'm like, Jesus Ooh. Christ, man. He was a savant, and I lived. Pretty Billy's Nick. I lived pretty close to uh, Kawasaki City back then, and I would like your dad was a hero to me, man. Yeah. Like he knew everything, every like he was like, I was like, oh my god, that's, that's old man, man Lyle. Lyle. See, it was like it was like no, we had a lot of respect. It was for like was Zeus, small. like a, a, a god back there, where you yeah, know every really time, everything he touched. As a kid, and he took my little brother under his wing for whatever reason. Like Kyle and and your dad. Or just like he took Kyle and he just Kyle could come in there and just hang out and sit there the whole day. I never mm. I never felt as comfortable as my little tiny little brother would roll right in like drinking a beer with your dad. I'm like, who what the hell, man? <laughs> Not really, but it's what it's the way it felt. But anyway, I know we're we're all over the place, but your dad we 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 we, we hold him in high regards. Yeah, for but, sure. a, cool but a twin cylinder one twenty five yeah, so, in an eighty frame. Yeah, so back to your dad, like the dude was obviously mechanically inclined. And what did everybody say when you showed up to the racetrack with that? Yeah, like, what class do we put this crazy man in? Well, I, again, I run the 125 amateur class, you know, and, uh, again, I remember going back into the days um, when I was jumping into the 125 pro class and 250 pro class, and, you know, I was 12, 13 years sure. old. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> 
first couple of times out, you know, I had uh, some good rides, but when I started winning them, I mean, the guys would try to knock me off the motorcycle. And I remember one day at state line, uh, you know, I got into the lead and one of the guys took me out and dad said, if you ever think you're going to go down, he said, let go of the bike, grab them by the neck and drag them down. <laughs> and that's a real you know, conversation you have with your dad. Oh yeah. And he goes, you got any problems? He said, I'll be there. Don't worry about it. God, and, uh, so good. I remember that, uh, and I want to I want to say it was Brad Wallace. Oh shit! Yeah. But Choo Choo Anderson, number one oh eight. What? Brad, yeah, one oh eight. Brad Wallace, and uh, he went to take me out. I grabbed him by the neck and took us both down. And Dad said, when he tries to pick his bike up, he said, "Kick it over." And I did <laughs> that two or three times, and then finally I picked up my bike and took off. And I think I got back to like third in the moto, and. Uh, you know, he come walking over to the truck and I'm sitting at the edge of the trailer and dad slides a hammer up and puts it <laughs> under my hand. And he said, if you don't clock him, he said, I will. Oh my and, gosh. Uh, it's on. When he, when he saw the hammer in my hand, he kind of stood back a little bit and thought a little better. About I was it. just going to tell you that, what a nice ride that was, Billy. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> well, from that time on, I never had any trouble. You Billy know, the and, Hammer uh, Wiles. I mean, damn, dang, son, that's legit. It was, you know, it, how old were you? Twelve? Third, probably thirteen, fourteen at the most. Awesome. But he just said, "Look," he said, "You got to stand up for yourself." He said, "If you don't," he said, "You'll never hear the end of it. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll never get past it." For sure. And uh, you know, like I said, I mean, and trust me, Brad and I actually became really good friends and. You know what I'm saying? It was it was basically earning his respect. You know, like hey, oh, sure. You know, I may be half your size, but <laughs> you're gonna play heck if you keep coming. You know, <laughs> I'm not going so, anywhere. I got a hammer, and my old man backs every move I'm making. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we got 19 motorcycles, so we're gonna be here. Yeah, you know, and it was just it, it was just one of those little skirmishes coming up through the ranks that. You know, Dad said, look, he said, these are your battles. He said, you're going to have to fight them. And he said, it's time you learn. And he said, Here's you don't have to. He, he, my dad was never big on bragging or anything like that. He said, people are going to talk all day. He said, just go out and show them what you can do. And I tried to live by that rule because it, it seemed to talk a lot better than words. Well, tell me about that Team Green, the the contract, how it all looked. You told me how many bikes and whatever. Like, So you, you got on the bikes, and were the bikes uh, comparable to Yamahas and Hondas and Suzukis at the time, or did your dad have to work overtime to get them up to where they needed to be to start winning? Well, in 1980, uh, they came out with the Unitrack. Oh, shit. And the suspension was awesome. You know, it uh, – you know, it seemed to be after riding the Yamahas, which the Monoshock was a great machine, it worked off a similar, you know, it was different, but still a similar uh, single rear shot, things like that. Um, the bikes handled great, but they were slow, you know. And, you know, in 1981, they uh, 
you know, we're slow to water cool stuff and things like that. Uh, you know, we had suspension, but we didn't have engines under us. And then, you know, in 82, uh, the, the KX125 with the rear fender number, yeah. I mean, it was particular year the 250 was still still air cool okay wait, go um, back. wait we couldn't hear you said so the 82 125 was water cooled yeah the 82 125 was uh water and the 250 was still air cooled wow um and i can remember that year uh gosh heading out to california we had been down and uh you know run the florida series that year and we were heading out to Anaheim and on the way to Anaheim, uh, my box van, which it was a team green box van broke down. So Damn, was it at that point, too or water cooled? <laughs> my, mine was air cooled. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Dang it. And you know, we go out, I flew out to Anaheim and my mechanic is stuck in North Florida with a truck blown up. They were putting a new motor in it. And so I jumped on a plane and flew out west. Uh, and of course, Dave Jordan picked me up and was taking care of me. My mechanic took the suspension off of my race bike and shipped it out there. We took a brand new KX out of the crate, put my suspension on it, uh, my cylinder head exhaust pipe, and we went to you know Anaheim. So wait, let me, and of let course me, let me, I won. Billy, hold on. So it's 1982. How old are you? Are you still an amateur team green guy? Or are you full fledged pro? Where are we at? I was, I had a pro license in 82, okay. my rookie professional year. Okay. And, uh, gosh, what I, I, what, eight, 17, maybe. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm 60 years old now. Heck, uh, but, uh, you know, and I won my qualifier to make the program. And in my heat race, I hole shot, and I think I run second in my heat race. In the last two or three laps, I had this battle with Bob Hanna, oh, you so, know, and, so and cool. he was, he was straightforward, you know, kind of rousted me a little bit. You know, I went back around him and I finished, you know, I finished second in my heat race in my first ever supercross. The first four transferred directly to the main, you know, I'm, and I made my first Supercross main event. I mean, I had to qualify for awesome. the program. Wow. Did you FaceTime your dad and tell him what's up? Did you email oh, your dad? He or... right away. I mean, <laughs> was he, he was, there? he wasn't there, but, uh, you know, he was, he was the first call at, uh, was... about three o'clock in the morning. Right. Got back to the hotel. So cool, man. Dude. So you, your story is so interesting. Like you're 17, your first heat race, you battle Bob Hanna, you get in like, all right, so tell me about your main event. So are you riding the 125 class that night? That was 250. We didn't, oh, have, they didn't a have 125 Just straight to the, Yeah, they didn't have a 125. 250 500s. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang it. He had to hit the and big that, boys you know, first day. Yeah. I mean, you didn't have that 125 class. And I know, you know, Turpin and a lot of those boys when they came up. Yeah, call him out. They had that's, that. Yes, that's what you need to do. Talk no, they to, had the no. East Coast and West know, Coast 125. Yeah, Keith, and, you uh, was. That was like, probably 85, though. So, yes, yes. You're three years yeah, prior few, right here. Yeah. A few years after that, you know, but like in my day, it was either make it or break it. And, uh, 
you know, like I said, I, I made it a lot more on talent than I did, you know, being the best fit trained. Cause you know, it, it took me a good year to get into the training side of it. Because again, I was playing football, riding an hour or two a day. So I was plenty riding fit, but you know, like I said, uh, All right, well, tell me some football yeah. stats. Where are we at football? It's your <laughs> senior year of high school. What are we doing? Uh, my senior year of high school, I was uh, the starting center on the varsity. We were a single A team. We were a small school, but you know, I wasn't a fast runner, but I I could move five or six yards as quick as anybody. Yeah, and uh, you're the center. You know, I was I was the starting center on the varsity football team. And a Kawasaki. I will. I would venture to bet that you are probably the only. Ever person to ride the donations, be a factory rider, be a factory be Bob rider, his first race. race with Bob Hanna, and be and a center, <laughs> be a starting center on your high school football team. Yeah, Not that's got to be a, that has to be a stat that nobody else can match. Suck at Keith Turpin, suck at Sean Dukes. <laughs> yeah, get some. Yeah, y'all didn't play. Y'all you homeschool, you know, it's can't ride on Friday night. Just, I got to play football, baby. You know, and and growing up. Uh, you know, as I got, we used to race, uh, you know, North Carolina, little city. Uh, I can't remember the actual name of it. We would Metro go to Lina. a track. Society Hill, uh, Metro Lina, Devil's Ridge. Those motocross tracks. Oh, okay. You're talking about dirt track. We were, we would run a flat track, you know, and, uh, it was it was near Morganton somewhere, and then on Saturday nights we would go to Statesville, hmm. North Carolina, yeah. and there were a couple of Tilly Harley Davidson, Roger and Gene Church, hmm. um, you know, and then we would be back in North Georgia somewhere, Wildcat Creek or somewhere like that, riding motorcycles on Sunday, and. Uh, you know, that was pretty much my, you know, high school years, one year right out of high school and stuff like that. And I mean, Friday, Saturday and Sunday night, we were racing, you know, somewhere. Yeah. That's a lot of driving because to get back to Fairburn, Georgia from Statesville, North Carolina <laughs> on its own. By way of close. Wildcat Creek, Georgia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, That's insane. <laughs> So, uh, so you, you kind of told us, but we had a question, like how many bike sizes in general, the most you ever rode on in one night or, you know what, in a weekend? There's rumors, Billy, about you always having a flatbed trailer with 20 bikes on it. I mean, how many displacements are we talking here? Well, I had an 80, a 100, a 125, a 250, and a 350 short track bikes, which I usually, when we went, so I that's rode just four short or track. five classes. And then, wow. you know, in the beginning, I had an 80, a 100, a 125, and a 250 motocross bike. That's nine bikes. That, yeah. You know, I mean, I would I would go from the senior mini class to the 100 amateur, then to the 125 pro, 250 pro class. <laughs> what the hell? God, and then we did Widowmaker, so I done nine Yeah, I had to climb there. hills after that. <laughs> so y'all literally had to go, when you left for the weekend, you had to have at least nine, nine. motorcycles. Plus, I'm sure A backup or you two. had some backups or, you know, some spares. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, like I said, we were 
had a lot of motorcycles. I mean, I had four or five uh, short track bikes and about four motocross bikes. And, uh, you know, Dad had bought a flatbed trailer and built it and then covered it in aluminum and, ah. you know, built the frame around it just to protect them. I mean, back in the day, it wasn't near as troublesome as it is today to leave something out on a trailer. But, uh, yeah, you know, we had it set up and, uh, geez, I mean, that's, that's what we did every weekend. So cool, man. So, so we'll kind of transition into your pro career. Your, your first race, you obviously did well enough to beat Bob Hannon. And then how did that race go in the main event? Like, did you finally hit a wall or like, you know, that you're rookie. darn right. I figured, I figured out I didn't know where I was, <laughs> what I was doing. Yeah, I think I finished like 17th, but, you know, I was I was panicking about making the program, and then, you know, I won my qualifier. I finished second in my heat race, and here I was watching, you know, the uh, semifinals, the last chance, and when I got there in the main event, it was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing, you know. I mean, yeah, I didn't run last, but, uh, you know. I, Forgetting I, that you're a 17-year-old kid that flew to California. Without his race bike. By yourself. <laughs> Nobody with and, you. Not even your mechanic there, a familiar face. They're like, okay. Jordan in the actually, uh, Dan, I believe it was Dan Bentley who oh, wow. worked for the West Coast actually was the one that worked or was my mechanic for that night because Richard didn't get there till the following Monday. <laughs> was it Burdett? My mechanic. Yep. Richard Burdett? Really? Oh, wow, man. I just had a no image shit. of that. Yeah, you remember yeah, him. Yeah, the Burdett. Pro yeah, filter. Just, yeah. and Burdett Raceway. And yeah. Wow. Had the little RC yeah. car His Burdett kids. I feel like they lost their grandfather at our track. One of them had a heart attack at Bremen. I might be making that up, but I feel like they died and had a heart attack at our race. I think Richard's passed away. Well, anyway. yeah, Richard, Richard has passed, and uh, gosh, um, you know, like I said, he uh, like he didn't even show up till the following Monday or something like that. So and, Richard uh, was your your true mechanic, and you got Dan Betley as a as not a fill a bad, in. Not a bad. <laughs> That's a pretty in. nice fill in. He may not have yeah, been known I mean, as a good one at that point, but he was a good fill in. Yeah, you know, very encouraging, just an all-around good guy. You know, he wasn't, and I don't mean this about all Californians, but they had an air about them that they were the best and we didn't belong, you know. That's pretty cool. I mean, at the, up to that point, rightfully so. Like, we had really not done much from the East Coast, and it used to bother the shit out of me. I don't know why, but I've gotten over that. But you you were the first of the – I mean, Billy, if it's, uh, it's Barry Higgins. Yep. Who uh, who else is coming out of there, Billy? Before you, I mean, is there? I mean, Jimmy Weiner. He's from like New he's York. He's New York, right? yeah. yeah. So just from the East Coast. There's, there's, there's a what for every one guy from the East Coast, there's fifteen. Yeah, West Coast easily, yeah. easily. Yeah, when Jimmy Jimmy was a way cool guy. My first trip over to the pro shop and walking through, you know, the pro race team, uh, you know, and Cowie, their pro racing area. You know, they were doing super bikes with Eddie Lawson and Wayne Rainey and cool. uh, stuff like that. And the motocross shop was there. And, you know, of course, one of the first guys I run into walking in there was Jimmy Weiner. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you know, and he, he is he is a super guy, just real friendly. 
you know, the big smile he always had, cracking the jokes, and uh, just super, super guy. And, you know, in all honesty, just made me feel right at home. Man, I bet you needed that. This you know? familiar East Coast guy there to kind of get you settled in. And, uh, you know, like I said, he always was encouraging, had a big smile on his face and, you know, always had a good joke, you know, typical Southerner, you know, uh, as in the sense of, you know, like to cut up and play and joke. And, but when it was time to be serious, I mean, the guy was knew what he was doing. Hey, so, uh, as we kind of move through your career, we're, uh, we wanted to kind of ask you about your works bikes because you got to be a part of, I think they shut down the works stuff back in 85. So handmade, you know, just one unobtainium motorcycles. You got to race some of those things. Can you, what was some of your, the coolest things you got to be a part of and check out in terms I of like features probably, on bikes? I w- yeah, I would probably say the rear disc brake. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Cali came out you know, with the front disc and in the 1983 season, my works bike, I was having a lot of rear brake trouble because I used my rear brake to drag the wheel over bumps Mm -hmm. and I would break the drum liners loose in the hub. And I remember losing rear brakes at Redbud one year and plowing, um, you know, I was, out front, you know, running up in the front with Ricky Johnson and them. And I had passed him about two, three laps before the end of the moto. And I lost my rear brake. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to let this stop me. And I plowed him going down one of the hills into the corner, (laughs) put him almost through the fence. Yeah. And uh, he still managed, we still had about two laps to go. He managed to get around me and stuff like that. But you know what I'm saying? It just, uh, I was mad that day and, well, yeah. you know, like I didn't mean to hit him quite so hard, but I made a good berm out of no him. No breaks. And, uh, you got to use RJ as a berm, right? Hey, he, he made a good stop. You know, uh, <laughs> I managed the corner and it didn't take him, but about two or three more corners to get back around me. Uh, you know, I think still finished that day a third with no for about three laps yeah so who was one of the uh, most amazing guys you got a chance to watch like when he went past you you're like man i want to watch this guy ride i i would have to say um probably david bailey just because do it and be so smooth effortless at what he did i mean i remember winning my first national in lake whitney texas i was having trouble uh, with slipping clutch that day, you know, we had gone to a new style clutch and Tom Morgan, who was my mechanic, you know, when I went to the pro team, we had put all kinds of washers. I mean, I had a clutch on my bike that was like driving a tractor trailer. You know, you, <laughs> we had it sprung so hard Gosh. and, you know, I didn't get the greatest of starts, but that was one of them towns that it was a hundred degrees, a hundred percent humidity. Then I come from, you know, below the top 20th and come through and won both motos. And, uh, I passed David Bailey, the second moto with about two laps to go and managed to put about 25 seconds on him in two laps that day. 
And I will say that the first guy to come to my truck and congratulate me was Bob Hanna. Wow. I mean, that was probably one of the biggest honors, you know, because I mean, that guy was my hero. Yes. I mean, you know, and, uh, Another story with Bob, he was good friends with the boys at Chick-fil-A, and I don't know, you know, he had a hankering. He loved Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Yes, he does. Um, he still does. Early in the Chick-fil-A days, right? Yeah, true at Kathy. Oh, yeah. And I remember 1984, I get, you know, he was in Atlanta. He hung around with uh, Joe Zappa, one of the welding shops and things like that. And he, he gives me a call and he goes, Hey, where's a good place to ride? You know, and I, we were riding out in this field off of highway 85 there in Georgia near where Timmy Ferguson had his slot car shop and, the uh, of motocross, obviously. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and he said, yeah. And he said, well, what time do you go? I said, I usually go out there about, you know, one, two o'clock you know, which was the hottest part of the day. And, uh, so he would go down there about 10 in the morning and stay till about 12, 1230. And I'd be rolling in to practice and he's pulling out, uh, you know, and we made, we had a, it was just a field with a couple of Hills, a little bit Sandy. Um, and you know, got to know each other a little bit. I mean, we weren't best friends, but we were good acquaintances and, uh, I get this phone call uh, before the Seattle Supercross, and he goes, hey, he goes, can you go by Chick-fil-A, and which it was only one exit past the airport, and, you know, of course, that was the first Chick-fil-A. First one, yeah, I hate and he, Yep, and he goes, just uh, pull around to the back door and knock on the door, tell them who you are, <laughs> and they're going to give you a package. He said, just check it as luggage. Bring me some chicken. So I go around and they got, they got this big thing saran wrapped with a rope around it. And, you know, he said, this is for Bob. So I checked it as luggage. You know, I've got my bag, my suitcase, my, (laughs) a big four by four box of Chick-fil-A sandwiches. You know, (laughs) I mean, they were stacked to the hill. And, uh, you know, I check all this stuff as luggage. I go pulling in the press day and I ain't got out of the car yet. And I'm hearing this clunk clunk on the window and it's Bob. Where's and he goes, Hey, you got my chicken? <laughs> my yeah. He ain't worried about chicken. the race he, or nothing. He rolls over, you know, we, we get out and over to the truck and he cuts the box open and he goes here, here's about six boxes for you and your boys. And he takes off with the chicken. Um, you know, and it, that was, you know, I didn't get a call every week, but usually when we out on the West Coast and he had his hankering for chicken, I'd get a call. And you were the supplier. Pick up. You're like a Chick Fil A <laughs> drug, drug, drug runner. Yeah, you're, you're a Chick Fil A mule. mule. <laughs> yes. But uh, you know that that's a cool story, and just yeah. you know, like I said, I mean, uh, he was a super super guy. You I, know, I just think that real connection to remains me. to this day, Billy. I think. Uh, Dan Kathy these days is known to come hey. to the Atlanta Supercross and, you know, kind of, I, I maybe, you know, I mean, he's he still, still does around. Come. Absolutely. He yeah. comes. I was, uh, within the last three years, I saw the Kathy's wearing jerseys. A few of them were literally wearing jerseys with their names on the back oh, in wow. the press box. True story. Okay. Yeah. Still yeah. to this yeah, day. I yep. mean, that is, that's awesome. Um, 
you know, I've been trying to go. I went last year. Um, you know, they, uh, I guess, Arma, you know, I was the rider chosen for the weekend there, and we were down there last year. And uh, that was she, Legends and um, Heroes, or what was that? Yep. That's it. Oh, Legends cool. and Heroes, and, uh, I never you know, that. all of that stuff. Got to see Brock Glover, and, uh, you know, I hadn't seen him in years either. And yeah. the beginning of this year, a buddy of mine shows up on my porch with a brand new KX450 SXR. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have a brand new bike that I've ridden about five, six times, uh, starting to get back into doing some riding. Um, but my Kelly Fouts, who was in that mini bike picture from mm-hmm. uh, Tennessee there that we're all on, is putting together an event in my honor, uh, the 30th, 29th, 30th, and 31st uh, this winter. And uh, oh, November or December? December. Oh, December, the Triple Crown. Yeah, I saw the uh, ad for that. So what, what track is this going to be at? That I would have to get with him on because I'm still a little bit in the dark. There's an ad though, and promoter. it's got a big picture of you. I think in the M Bear yeah, gear. Yeah, he's uh he goes, You're not the promoter. He said, You just show up. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> that's you perfect. Know, I'm coming, uh, you know, and stuff like that. And really trying, you know, I mean, I'm trying to get out and do a little bit of riding. Next year, if things work out, I'm going to try to go back to Loretta's Come in on. the 50-plus ah, awesome. class, you know. And uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, like I said, I haven't ridden for years, and I've ridden more in the last probably five months than I have in the last eight years. Awesome. Uh, you know, and uh, like I said, got brand-new bike. FXR has stepped in, got couple of outfits from them uh you know some alpine star boots uh you know and like i said it's i actually work five days a week as a service manager at a you know a michelin automotive store okay uh, and stuff like that and just trying to get organized where i can get out and you know ride one or two days a week um, have a brand new treadmill in the house. Uh, you got clothes you know, hanging on that thing. Is that where you? No, baby, he's on it. He's, he's using it. Okay, dang right. We always hang clothes uh, well, on right, ours. Right, right now, maybe one day, two days a week. But again, I'm on my feet ten hours a day at the it store, and uh, it is. I mean, you know, like I said, I'm fortunate though to be sixty years old. Still get around real good. Got some decent reflexes. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to make a good effort and trying to get back into doing some training camps and things like that here in the South. Yeah, so when I when I saw this ad, that's what I first thought it was. I thought it was going to be a training camp. Well, we got a customer for you because Nick does. Nick it, signs up for anything. anything in say you're having one, I'm there. Jiu-jitsu, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care, Billy. Whatever you're teaching, <laughs> I'm, I'm not he's kidding. learning. He's done every from AJ Catanzaro, Tyler Bowers, Tyler, Tyler Livesay. You, this guy's going to do it. Billy Lyles next. <laughs> Billy but Lyles. it appears Russ you're going Darnell, to. He's, he's back. Russ Darnell. 95 years old. He's doing them. <laughs> it, it appears you're going to Southern Raceway in Vinid, in uh, Bainbridge. Oh, wow. That's uh, Old Man Lusk's Lusk. spot. Yeah. That's where it appears yeah. the Billy Lyles event go. is going to be. 
Yep. It's going to be That's about 114 degrees in, in December. No. It'll it, still be that hot. It'll be 75. Below the net line, brother. It's coming. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with warm weather. No, I mean, it served you well. You came yeah. out to the West Coast. You're like, I rode about an hour a week, and I whooped some ass. I beat yeah. Bob Hand in my first race. I'm like, come <laughs> on. That's a pretty, pretty killer story. Dude, yeah. for yes. sure. And I was the starting I center mean, for the, the Fairburn for Bulldogs. The Fairburn... <laughs> yeah, we, like I said, I went to a, I think we had, I don't know, maybe 900 students in my high school, and we had eight through 12. And, you know, there just weren't a lot of us around that, you know, played football. I mean, we had, uh, you know, some big boys too, but, uh, you know, a lot of times we played offense and defense both. Uh, you know, we just didn't have huge teams like some of the, like they do these days. Uh, yeah. Some of the big four a schools. I mean, when they came to play us in, in Fairburn, Georgia, they had four buses toting <laughs> right? their varsity football team. And we could fit all of ours on one. Yes, that's not a good feeling, probably, when you roll in there. <laughs> hey, do you yeah. remember like Gookinade and Prips Plus? Like Gookinade, like I, I oh yeah, like every now and again I'll mention that. Like, what is Gookinade? Is that Dirt Gookins? <clears throat> no, like you you can speak to it more than I can. I just remember the name. I just remember being around. Like, what is Gookinade? Like before Gatorade. Yeah, well, I was always into the Gatorade, and then with Cali, you know, Crips Plus, Crips Plus was a Swiss, uh, Swiss organized drink for their Olympic team. It was hot chocolate, and they stepped during they, the summer. No, it was. No, I'm kidding. During the summer, have some. Hot it was chocolate. more like a like a white looking lemonade, but it it was kind of a sweet flavor and. Uh, you know, they sponsored us at Team Green, and, uh, you know, we had big setups at Ponca City and so Loretta Lynn. Monster Lands Energy and, before Monster is Prips Plus. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Hmm. I mean, uh, and it was it was, it was was a good drink, you know, and uh, good for you, I guess, and everything like that. And, you know, it was just part of a, a deal that Dave Jordan put together and uh, – you know, kind of like Tommy Benolkin and, you know, this was the year before I was on the pro team, but Isuzu, they each had their own pickup truck with their hey. name on it, oh, painted cool. blue and green. What? Factory. Yeah. That's Toyota Vescondido. Very factory, like, yeah. Dang, dude. You guys were way ahead of the time. Hey, so can you tell me about your um, factory or works bikes, I should say, as they compare to those works bikes of honda because you went from racing full-blown works bikes here you go to europe and then you ride some hondas that had to be pretty exotic too well when yeah here you know, of having a machine shop there with the road race team we had different offset clamps you know bringing them back a millimeter moving them forward a millimeter um you know because me being a short guy I wasn't the best at tight turns. And so we actually brought the offset back one millimeter on the bike and it made it easier to turn and sharper to turn. And that was a big part of, you know, Tom Morgan. I mean, being part of team green, when I was out, you know, on the West coast, I used to go out and do all the testing on the production bikes, like endurance testing. And, you know, I'd go out with, uh, Gosh, what was his name? Jim. Um, 
who was, you know, big guy at Kawasaki, but we would go out three, two or three of us and we'd get on a bike and, you know, God do a 30 minute moto. They'd come in, service the bike. I'd get on it, do 30 minutes. You know, I was probably riding two, two and a half hours a day, God. two or three days a week <laughs> out there crazy. doing and endurance And home to be a center. At Fairburn, <laughs> yeah, he just kept being a center for a for decade, his at least a decade, right? Sorry, kept his eligibility. Yeah, no. <laughs> he was a redshirt freshman. I made, I made it. I made it through, you know, high school, and uh, again, I did stuff like that to stay in shape instead of having to be actually out training and. But God, durability you know, testing. Like, I mean, did that? Yeah. So back to just Cali the sound and, yeah. of that. That sounds like we're going to suffer here, and you're not yeah. going to really gain much, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. You know, like I said, it was just my way of. I, I hated to train. I mean, that's probably the hardest thing. Was you know, I love to ride, but to be physically fit, uh, you know, I mean, I had good endurance and everything, but it was all built up through you know practicing football and you know I played baseball and all kinds of stuff like that. And other than that, you know, I spent most of my time riding or racing. And, you know, there's no better way to train for what you do than do it. Do it. And, uh, you know, that's uh, one of the the things that I really learned when I went to Europe. You know, I had a trainer over there, and all winter, you know, about the first 10 weeks of winter, you know, I went – three nights a week and we had a group of us, but you know, and I wasn't the fastest runner, but you know, I could run. If we run five miles, I run five. If we went 10, I'd run 10. I wasn't the first one there and I wouldn't be the last one in, but you know, just building endurance and learning, you know, heart rate, you know, different things to train by and stuff like that. And it's not on how fast you are. It's based on, you know, maintaining and, yeah. eating and rebuilding and replenishing and you know it it was a huge lesson for me but uh shoot you know when i went to europe i rode for the italian kawasaki importer and a clothing company called m robert yeah we, all, m. we robert everybody here from georgia goes damn m robert he wears m robert <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know, like I said, that was a huge manufacturer over there. The guy that Clover racing gear was his brother, and they were based out of Italy. And, um, of course, we had AXO. Yep. And uh, in 89, you know, I learned the ropes. I won a GP, an Italian national championship my first two years there. I and when I moved that. to I never when I that. moved to Belgium, <laughs> Uh, you know, basically it was like living in the U S they had GB grocery stores, um, that were set up just like they were here. If you were on the Dutch side of it, everybody spoke English. Mm. Uh, you know, I had a huge supporters club based in the little town I lived in, uh, wait, and wait, stuff wait. like that. What, what does and that I, mean? I like, used to go up. Supporters club. What do you mean? Like they supported Billy Lyles. We were pumped for you to be from our yeah, town. Yeah, it was the you know cheers for you. Yeah, when we would go to the Grand Prix, they would rent tour buses and come to the event. We love you, Billy Lyles. <laughs> it's not from our town, but we love you that you live here. <laughs> what? This really well, was the thing, Billy. 
Did well, every- I made I made them like family. I mean, you know, when I came home in the winter, they would cut my grass, keep my yard, hey. took care of my my dwelling, Kevin's even though I wasn't like even that. there. My wife does that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, uh, nobody believes you, you, be- Kevin. You better watch that. That may have just stopped. It just backfired on him. <laughs> yeah, she was vacuuming early. So but, they would take uh, care of your place you know, when, when you'd come home for the winter. Dang. Yeah, I mean, when we came out to the USGP in 1992, I think 10 of them flew over God. to the United States. That's so cool. We love you, Billy. Yes. <laughs> they are there, man. How cool. You know, and they used to meet at the pub like every Wednesday night, and I'd go over and shoot pool with them for 30, 45 minutes, buy a round of beer for them, and tell them, hey, we'll see you Sunday. <laughs> God, that's cool, man. That is uh, like... I, I mean, you know, but... Like I said, I did more than just live there. I kind of became a part of the community and the group of guys that, you know, followed. Um, and uh, Kurt Nickel, English writer, sure. uh, had an apartment in the same town that I lived in. You know, usually one night a week, two nights a week, we used to go play squash together, you know, like our racquetball yep. with a bigger racket and a stiffer ball. But, uh you know, we used to, and he and I were real good friends. I mean, I remember being in England, David Thorpe was on vacation and he asked me to house sit while he was gone for three days. Like world you know, so do, I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me. You. I sat, you know, I, I stayed in his mansion for three days watching his house while he was gone on vacation. Is, was it really a mansion though? It was a nice big place. Uh, it was a real nice, you know, it was probably. Castle. <clears throat> uh 2800 square foot yeah, you know that's a big house over there brick right? uh you know in a, in a neighborhood but it was a ritzy neighborhood you know they had half acre three quarters of an acre all landscaped you know kind of kind of like living in a gated community you know with yep. acre lots and custom housing and stuff like that you know and uh it was it was you know, a cool experience. Like I said, Dave Thorpe was a super guy. Kurt Nickel, he and I were good friends. Uh, you know, the one I didn't get along with was George Joe Bay. <laughs> George Joe Bay. So you yeah. and him would clash? I mean, yeah, we, you know, we were just different people. And, you know, he was he was a bit arrogant, mouthy. Um, and, you know, I'm just a dumb old country boy. I like to talk, you know, be friends and Southern on hospitality the though, and you're in your day to day. Right. I mean, you're people from oh, the yeah. South are nicer. And then all of a sudden you're dealing with this guy, right? Well, it's like dealing with a Yankee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and again, some of my best friends are from up North, but you know, I call them, you know, uh, Yankees. Sorry. Right, it's a no joke. You know, they, they can be harsh straightforward harsh with yeah, words they kind of just you know say it are. like it is they don't sure but he just it. probably hadn't heard that hammer story yeah yeah he doesn't yeah. know about your dad <laughs> sliding point. you a hammer <laughs> after one of his moves uh, oh yeah well and you know when we were in australia we with Larocco and emig i mean yeah we had motocross the nations together we had made you know, a little bit of a plan i told him who were quick like stefan everts this guy named Stefan. 
Now that's early in the Stefan I know, days, like, right? Yeah, he has to explain who Stefan Stefan Everts is. Not really, but like, let's go back. So I want to go back to the B team, and nobody wants to go, and they choose you, and you're like, all right, I'll go. But like, everybody's like, okay, Billy Lyles, whatever. But like, it makes sense. Like, you were very you were acclimated over to the there. European Yeah, you're scene. acclimated to that whole scene. Did you, Billy? Did you did feel you like f- a B guy? Like, yeah. um, what am I doing with Emig and Larocco? Like, tell me, tell me your. <laughs> I, I trust me, I followed their careers here. And, you know, when we were originally asked to go, Roy Jansen told me it would be Bobby Moore, Donnie Schmidt, and myself because none of the Americans, cool. none of the Americans wanted to go. And then, of course, you know, there were some articles and some comments from Jody Weisel saying, oh, we've already lost this year. You know, they're going to send a bunch of idiots over there. Mm. And, you know, what I, and Roy, uh, about a week later, Donnie and Bobby backed out because of the negative press. And Roy called me and he said, hey, he goes, they backed out. He said, will you still go? And I said, I'm in. I said, just tell me who I'm going with. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, and his comment to me was, all right, you know, what do you need from me? He said, I'll pay, I'll get your bikes there. We'll do this. I said, let me do it this way. You know, because we were already having, you know, we'd come to the U.S. We had made a box for our bikes, spare parts, toolbox. I said, you know, I've got a box. It's this size. It weighs this. I said, I'm going to air freight it. I said, I'll handle getting it there and getting it back. He said, well, I'll pay for it, you know. And I said, well, I've got it. You know, I paid everything up front, my tickets, my mechanic, getting my bike there with the carnets and everything. And when we got there, you know, we took a taxi to the hotel and I go walking in, you know, tell them who I am. They hand me the key to a van that they had had delivered to the hotel for me. Uh, We spent the night, the next morning we get up, we go out to the airport air cargo and unbolt the box and get the bikes, parts, put them in the truck. And, you know, we went out and did a day of riding and testing. You know, we were still kind of in town, so to speak. And then we, we took out this journey from Perth going out to the racetrack and you're leaving the city, you're driving out into the country. And I mean, they got kangaroo out in the outback, like we have deer here in the South. Yeah. Uh, well, tell, you know, can I stop like you right, that. Billy? Can I stop you right there and just tell me but, like, when you meet uh, Emig and Larocco and like, what's the vibe? Like, hey, are we coming here to win? Like, what was their mentality? Like, we're gonna whoop their ass. We'll talk. Jody Wazel can suck it. Like, what was like? Was that bulletin board material well, for you guys? I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he had their support. I'm just, you know, going off of my side from being, right. you know, the comments I had heard and different things like that and you know like i said i said we sat down and talked a few minutes and i said look we don't have to win every moto here we have to have you know we need to be in the top two top three in our class i said we're gonna have to win some i said but let's be consistent and know what we're up against and when we were there you know if you drew number one you were in the number one gate and we drew about midway on the gate. And, of course, you know, we we were uh, more than 40 riders. And uh, we had a good draw, and we had, like, top eight 
drawing on the pick for the gate. Oh, that's good. And, you know, I gave Emig the first pick because, you know, I started out in left field on the 500. <laughs> right. But I put him in a good position. I mean, he had 20 yards shorter to go to the first turn than I did. And so I needed to make sure I got a good start, you know, so I wasn't coming from the back. And I think both starts starting out in left field, I was in the top six or seven on the first lap of each race. Yeah. And of course, the first moto that LaRocco and I were involved in, he was in the first turn crash, run over, you know. And I'm like, oh boy, you know, here we go. But he, he was a tough kid. He picked that bike up and he come back through and, you know, they counted the best three motos out of your total of four. And if you counted all four of our, or all six of our points and put them together and five of everybody else's, we still won. You know, we won by one of the biggest margins we had ever won. Just a B team. Just That's so awesome. Just the old B team. (laughs) Um, And, you know, it it was probably the highlight of my career because when we went, we weren't expected to do anything. And like I said, we had a bunch, a group there that had a huge heart and we wanted to be there and wanted to represent America you know, on the world front. And, you know, like I said, we all had a great weekend. I mean, uh, it was probably, you know, one of the more treasured events that I was ever a part of and to have been a winner in it, you know. Yeah, it's awesome. Was that Manjimup? Was that the name of the track? Yep, Manjimup. Yeah, it's a big sand track or something. What's the dirt? Don't act uh, like you didn't get on the internet and look that up. Dude, I knew. I, th- He's trying, no, everybody was, knows about Billy Lyles. Listen, Billy, John's trying to be employee of the month here at Winners Take Y'all, and Nick is like the six-month retaining champion and he's trying to do research so they said all i needed was 12 percent. if i could improve by 12 percent, so, john I, does the research so i'll give him that but Nick research just, nothing man i was hanging by a thread waiting to hear these results you know 12 months later in cycle news true story <laughs> back then he, did, <laughs> he didn't get the info as quick as now man one nine hundred moto well, brother right. yeah right <laughs> well that's okay i remember you know being in europe we were what six eight hours ahead yeah. Being in Japan, we were like 12 or 13 hours ahead. I can remember racing in Japan and, uh, you know, calling my dad. It's 6 o'clock at night, and it's 6 or 7 in the morning here, right? right. which was good. You know, dad was up at that hour and uh, stuff like that. But, uh, you know, over there, it was, it was a lot like that. But, again, that was another call that uh, – woke him up you know uh like i said anything like that when i could get to a phone not like today having a cell phone you know get back and get him called and uh you know that was one of i guess my biggest honors was being on the cover of cycle news yeah you know with with the number one plate and uh again that that's one of those i have hanging around the house here and uh uh, my cup, you know, that I had here that we were given for winning that as well. And, 
you know, it's it's just one of the things that I look back on that was a huge honor to have been a part of and to represent the United States of America. I mean, uh, living over there, I mean, you know, it, it's a different world, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an American and, you know, I believe in freedom and being free and, and, you know, they accepted me. They brought me in. You know, you know what I'm saying. They just yep. treated me like a normal person. Well, it's it's only because you're from the South and you got that Southern hospitality, and they can't be a jerk to you. Hey, so you can speak how many languages? Uh well, I speak fluent Italian. Right. I can understand a little, you know, Flemish, some French. You know, Spanish is real close to Italian. I mean, I don't speak Spanish very well, but I can understand if somebody's speaking Spanish. Um, but you learn to be real good at counting and words left and right, you know, like an Italian, uh, you know, if, like the third red light, you know, take a left, uh, you know, go four kilometers make a right and you know you just learn your way around you learn directions and numbers in you know flemish dutch german french uh you know i can even count to three or four and finish <laughs> that's all you need and, that's all we need yeah. top four baby yeah. yeah you know and just just things like that uh hey do you mind cussing and, john out in italian like john you suck like, just give me a little bit of something. Anything in Italian that tells John he is terrible. John, say una pezza de merda. Oh, my God. Yes. Something about dying. Mierda yes. sounds like death. No, 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 no. That means you're a big pile of crap. <laughs> that is perfect. That's the nicest thing I've ever heard Hit said to back me in, in Italian. Spanish. John, can you give him some Spanish? Yeah, I can. I can say, you know what, you son of a gun, do it. Just uh, whatever. See, uh, <laughs> do it. See, now, see it Billy is un uh, perro loco. I say he's yeah, a crazy dog. Just, I was going to say, yeah, perro loco. You know, that yeah, saved me a little bit in France right there because I, I do know some Spanish, and some of those root words are the same, and I would think in Italian and even in French, some of the base words are the same. So if you can ever figure out one or two words, you might know what they're I talking about. I kill you right? in Spanish or Italian <laughs> or whatever, son. Yes. I don't well, care. And you got to remember when they're speaking, they actually put, you know, we speak, uh, you know, a little bit different. They kind of reverse the verbs yeah. and nouns. The adjectives and are after the word. So they'll yeah, say right. truck red, where we say red truck. And we, yeah. Yeah. Since you know, they're and, wrong, and we're American. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Screw you, metric system. It's just learning. Hey, take that, your damn metric system. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, and uh, you learn real quick that, you know, uh, what is it, 1.6 kilometers is a mile and different things like that. Yep. Uh, it's, it's a different world. But again, you know, when I went over, it was an opportunity and I really, you know, I loved Supercross and, and, you know, I won some heat races, had some good events, um, but I just never could put together a super, I mean, I finished, you know, a bunch of fourths, fifths and stuff like that, but, uh, you know, I never could get a good start in a main event. Yeah. 
and be able to hold it, you know, all of the one, you know, I remember in Orlando, I believe, in 1984 and coming back from 20th to fourth place that night, wow. you know, hanging off of me, you know, helmet torn up, uh, you know, basically wound up in the cheap seats of the bleachers on the start. And that would have been a night had I gotten through the first turn in the top five or six, I could have won. I was oh, doing a double sure. on the track. Nobody was doing and, you know, like I said, it just all came together. And, you know, it's, I remember the Atlanta National getting tangled up with Hannah on that uphill jump. You know, he and Bowen crashed, and I jumped in the middle of them. I was already in the air when they went down. Oh, yeah, that's and, Six Flags then. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, that that would have been a race that I should have won had it not been for that misfortune in that moto. Yeah. getting stuck on the hill and, you know, having a second, third place finish in that moto because, I mean, we, the three of us were, you know, out in the front rolling. Yeah. My dad got cussed out by Bob Hanna right there. <laughs> Literally, he goes to pick his bike up and he yells at my dad and my dad goes, in lack of a better term, F you and drops his bike and walks away. <laughs> That's my dad's version of that story. He, he should have. Yeah, he goes, man, that guy's a dick. Like, I remember, I've heard that story since I was 12. <laughs> True story. Yeah. Hey, tell me about your dad. Well, like, uh, there's a story about uh, all of you guys caravanning out to Ponca City with my brother and Todd Neil, Sean, you guys, and then they're they're draining the uh, dump tank on the RV. And my dad tells a story, and this thing just blasted all over your dad. Oh yeah, he uh, he went to unhook it, and they didn't have the pressure off, and it burned him up. <laughs> <laughs> And my dad handed him like one napkin. RV black tank just explodes on Bill on, Lyles. On old man Lyles. Yeah. Not good. And, and being the dad that he was, he just calmly picked himself up, cleaned himself off, finished doing what he was doing, <laughs> and then he goes and takes a shower. Of course, those clothes went straight in the trash. Hell yeah, yeah they went straight yes, to the sir. trash. We are over Man, that. Oh I, well, Billy, I, I'm looking at our, at our uh, whiteboard. I think we've covered it all. Like, we have went from day one all the way. I mean, we found stuff out I never knew. I did not know you owned three dealerships. I did not know you were the starting center for the Fairburn Bulldogs. I'm <laughs> Is just it saying, really the Bulldogs? I, no, I don't You're know. You're just what, making yes, this Yes, I am. What was, the, what was your mascot? We, our school Campbell Bears of Fairburn, Georgia. A Campbell Campbell Bears. of Fairburn. Oh, wow. Yeah. The Bears. So quit. The stop bear. it yeah. with your Bulldogs. <laughs> Billy the Bear. Billy the Bear. The Bear, the Hammer. Look, Georgia's got it together again. So they do. Know, there's nothing wrong with a Bulldog. There is right. nothing wrong with it right now. That's right. It's, it's good to be a Bulldog fan. Yes, it is. I Good mean, Lord. You know, I remember back in the Herschel Walker days, I worked with a bunch of Gators and Tennessee Vols fans, and I'm just loving life. I just go in smiling every weekend. Right? That's right. Just don't even say anything. Like, I don't hey, really how, have to say anything. Like, how was your weekend? Mine was pretty good. We yeah. did 50-something on Ole Miss. I don't, yeah. don't, don't worry. I have a little bulldog character that you tap, and he goes, go, dogs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they, get, they get the feeling when they walk in my office at Good work. Man. Of course awesome. they do, man. You got to remind them. Awesome, well, awesome. Well, Billy, we're going to uh, I mean, check out your event coming up in December in Bainbridge. Southern Raceway. Southern Raceway. Yeah. And, yeah, and let everybody know, like I said, uh, 
hopes are to make it an annual event every year. And uh, like I said, there's a great bunch of people getting involved. XR, uh, you know, clothing. Um, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, a little bit and all we get Cowie back involved I mean they are, again why I guess I was able to do did was yeah. the association with Team Green their program promote me to the works team and you know getting back to one of the stories real quick the rear disc brake is something that Tom Morgan and I developed uh, you know in the uh, 1984 season and uh you know it went almost directly to the production bike yeah. you know and uh you know that's it, it's it's an honor to have been a part of something that you know was an idea that they sent to us we went and spent two days testing at saddleback park and we run it that weekend at a, at a race with less than probably five hours of testing <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, that's standard. That's why it worked back. Throw then, these prototype yeah, yeah. parts on there. We're good. I think I can run it. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, but we would. We had sand cast hubs, so. and literally after about two hours of riding, they would start cracking, and we would literally. I mean, I think one year I went through like fourteen hubs. Uh, and three pairs because they get so cracked, we just wouldn't ride them anymore. Because the last yeah. thing you wanted to do was have a hub explode. Yeah, you know, there's Ricky Johnson when you need him, him, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, as long as you had Ricky Johnson to use for a berm, you know, you didn't need brakes. <laughs> <You're good. laughs> well, and again, that, that was totally not meant to happen that way. But you know, when you nope. get mad and somebody passes you and you ain't you're gonna go charge it in there. You're getting it to be on the wrong side of me when we were coming out of the corner. Yeah, it's his fault, man. You had two laps. You were about Sorry, to man. I got to go for it. Got stuff to do. Yeah. Well, Billy, thank you so much for being on, dude. It was a, a an absolute pleasure, and we learned a lot. Like, yeah, we really do appreciate it. We we were looking forward to maybe trying to get to your event or seeing you out at one of these local events. It'd be awesome. Awesome. Well, hopefully, like I said, we get through this winter, and you know, if things can pick up and go. You know, nothing's ever set to plan, but, you know, I hope to be out uh, doing some of the mega series again, get yeah. down you guys' way and doing some riding there. And, you know, like I said, getting out and doing some camps and schools. And if it all works out, you know, heck, maybe someday in the near future I could be a part, you know, of one of the teams or, you know, helping. I, I have heck a good yeah. friend, Joey Ledoux. That helps the. I want some of the star Yamaha. Yeah. Yeah, Rock River too. I think, maybe. Yeah, that's it, Rock River. Rock and River. Uh, you know, Joey was around with me and Richard when we were growing up, and you know, he and I used to train. He used to train with me, you know, three or four nights a week at the gym, and uh, you know, when I went here, he's actually the first year stayed and took care of my house and you know all of that stuff so yeah it's so awesome like you stayed at dave thorpe's he stayed at yours man it's just a it's a full circle full circle <laughs> yep well dude good luck i hope to see you at loretta's and we'll see you at your event coming up and we'll have to follow up with you and see what's going on in your world 
All right, man. Well, guys, I appreciate it, and yeah. y'all have a great evening. Yeah, you too, Billy. We appreciate and, uh, you, brother. All right, man. We're going to call Rick Johnson right, and guys. talk to him now. We're going to tell you. Rick Johnson about, about you berming off of him, and I'm going to call. <laughs> well, I'm going to call Larry Ferguson, <laughs> tell him that he that he's a complete liar. Billy Lyles Billy didn't know Billy never you. lived in his yeah, neighborhood. Like, Billy, hey, <laughs> just just look at the pictures of Ricky Johnson. And look at the current pictures of me. I still got more hair than all the rest of them. Right on. Oh, hey, he's claiming it, it right there. Shots fired. <laughs> Boom. Suck it. We know good hair when we see it, Billy. Thanks, so. Billy. Take care, brother. Hey. Have a good night. All right, man. Y'all have a good evening. Me too, buddy. Love you. Bye. I love you, Bye. Billy. He does have good hair. Why? I don't understand the volume down. He might have said, I love you back. I don't want to. I don't want to feel the rejection. So yeah, it's too hard. He says no. I can't have that. How, we did learn some stuff about Dude, Billy Lyles. We went from start to finish. Like that was good. When he said, "If you look at Rick Johnson today, I thought he was going to say something like you can still see, see the, the tire green marks.' Yeah. On his, that's yeah. what I, I thought he was going tire with marks. Still got green a green paint. stripe on the, yeah, his knee. Yeah, he, talk, he talked about his hair. Like who else did he say? He said some other stuff, man. We didn't have the we didn't have the one twenty five class back in my day. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was no, up hill in the snow. Just time to jump in like, with Bob Hanna. Oh, you're looking down the little form at sign up. You're like, okay, I'm in the heat race with uh, oh, oh, shit. oh Bob Hanna. The hurricane. God dang it. <laughs> you know, the funny thing I can remember. Like, dang it! I had an eighty five kicks one twenty five. And my buddy got a Bitch brand ass. new eighty six, and it had a rear disc brake. You dang yes, right I remember I when like, that happened. You couldn't Damn. believe it. Like, it looks space rear, age, right? Yeah. Like, what the heck is on here? <laughs> okay, it's the question. They were already on the front. Yeah, I don't why know the hell why did they you not just do them on the so back. So, supposedly, there was tons of talk about how sensitive they were, and the guys couldn't, they would lock up. There, were no, there was no modulation to it. It was what? like V brakes on your mountain right. bike. Right. Yeah, oh. on, flipping over, or so, off. No. <laughs> so, you're telling me the first place they put them. Was on the front, on the front of the right mother effort where you safe. flip and you do complete somersaults. Well, I put them bitches on maybe, the back where maybe it's because you're using you your hand, not your, right. right? And where's the Bell Moto Two? Somebody answer me these questions. Bell, what Moto happened to the Bell two. Moto Two, and why did we? Have we googled Bell Moto Two? I see did. Ever, I didn't see shit. There's nothing. The eighty-five KX eighty had a rear drum brake, front yeah. disc, and I can remember just yeah. stomping on that front, and I could end it or like front wheel, nose wheelie, whatever. And then I'd be like, "Yeah, it'd be way too sensitive for the rear." Like what? The no, heck? I no, remember thinking that. Yes. Who, who was on? Was it? Who was on our show? That Turpin. talked. To, was no. Turpin's he, dad built the rear disc brake. No, it wasn't. No, it, it, wasn't it, it was somebody uh, else. He goes. The one thing he developed was a Wyndham. Like no. God, Tem, what, what did he develop? He said the one of the most important. It was Carmichael. Was was it with the the, rear brake? the the brakes they made with no friction, like something to do with? Was the, it with the two little tiny no, front it wasn't discs? Ricky. It was we sat and didn't have this conversation in this room. Man, it was just a and minute somebody, ago. I know, but like we were asked, what was the most important thing you helped develop? And he said the rear brake. I'm like, really? Wow. Bizarre. Like, I guess, I mean, it makes sense. So we just had that conversation. Yeah, it was like not even two months ago. Not, not even 20 minutes ago. Well, I, I had that else? helmet skins. I, you mentioned the Bell Moto yes, 3 and 2 and 1. Where's the Bell Moto 2? But when I, Why did we not put disc brakes on the back first? I'm I don't sure know. there's somebody jumping up. But yeah. this was a very shiny helmet until I... Took this it, helmet skins off, and now it's got like some kind of sticky material. That's semen. Uh, Remember those? Yeah, they were, they're direct before injection. their helmet skins. They were they were direct injection. Semen depositories. <laughs> penis skins. Yeah, you I know they're real similar, so it's hard to tell if you got a helmet skin or the penis skin. So penis. If you got the penis skin, 
<laughs> by mistake. Fresh. Yeah, some of there was a couple of runs of production where it just yeah. came out pan of skins. Yeah. <laughs> I love my pan of skins. I think that's like a if gloss. I can get a flame job on the side of my pan of skins. Dude, pan of skins. If are I tight. came into you with that, she'd be like, "Get that flaming thing away." Get from your pan of. I don't need any They're, fire. Get that flaming Cheeto away from me. <laughs> yeah, dude, that thing's on fire. It's got takis on the side, dude. What <laughs> Man, why why you why your pan of got takis on the side? We got sponsors on your wiener. It goes in contrast to my sugar balls. You got sponsors on your wiener. Oh, it is in contrast to sugar balls. If it says good, one's you're up hot to and spicy. All and the other's eight sweet. letters. Yeah, all eight good letters. For you, you dude. Goodyear. Letters? It says Goodyear Max. His says Supreme. Sugar Balls Blackman. <laughs> sugar Balls. It has your number. Are yeah. we really going to Race Billy's event? That's New Year's Eve, right? You just committed us to spend. I know. You're like, hey, Billy, we'll see you down there. Boy, it's going to be awesome. We'll be in that campsite over there, the ride, yeah, doing karaoke just, till 4 a.m. You just committed us to I don't go have ride. A bike. I don't even have a bike. <laughs> I know. Kevin's like, we're coming we'll see for you. you we're Billy. racing. Yes, right. We're going to get revenge Murdoch. for Ricky Johnson. Dang we're it. coming. Yeah, Ricky's sending us. RJ's pissed. He wants retribution on Billy. I'll get Ricky on now. We'll we'll follow back up. It should be warm down there. It's Bainbridge. It's far to the And in the winter, I like to escape the cold and go south to ride. All right. Well, you got to. Can we spend New Year's there? I got a disco ball. Uh, And we could put the rear camper door down halfway like a porch. You would have to. I got to bring my wife. Have yeah, to come with us, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you your to, wife? yeah y'all awesome. y'all's wives have to tell my wife that we're going to spend New Year's Eve in a, at a motor stretch. <laughs> Amanda have, would love that. We have another. Yeah, she was going to be so excited, and that's what I'm saying. If it was just me, she'd be like, "You're out of your mind." If we, Amanda was like, "It's just Nick," then she'd it's probably a girl's be cool. out. We've got another. Yeah, I, Bainbridge, uh, the main streets. Yeah. Of I've Bainbridge. got another toy hauler camper right now, almost like yours with Heck, no slide. It's not burnt down. That's right. So it's like I mean we nice. we got our own little compound. Dude. Oh, we could back on. Yeah, we could have a party pad. I got I got some 15 inch JBLs downstairs that I'll bring with your sound system. Yes, I'm not kidding. Oh, that'd be nice. I'm not kidding, dude. We need to bring the thunder to Old Man Lust. Bainbridge he is about as far good, in Georgia so. as you can get from here. I think it's 18 feet to the Florida State line. <laughs> yeah, it's nine hours from here. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you can drive from the top to the bottom in five. But it's nine hours it's, to Bainbridge. There's no good road. You have to go down a couple of dirt roads. It's all 35 miles. Legit from zone, here, it's Emerson. four and a half hours. It'd Emerson be four and a half hours from here. With the police. You dang right. Heck, sometimes it's four and a half hours to Macon, dude, depending on what happens. On 75? Yes. Screw it's you. terrible. You got to go around. Dang. I got to go to Alabama and then yes. go west to go uh, south well, to go east to get south again. Louisiana? Yeah. Down 10. Yeah, LA traffic in Atlanta. Dude. Good Lord. LA traffic backs all the way up to Atlanta. Yep. That's what our problem is. Damn. Yeah, oh, don't, don't talk about Atlanta traffic. I have all you people. Seriously. You people. I've spent time in Atlanta traffic and out there. Your traffic is three in the morning, five in the morning, seven yeah, the on a dumbest Sunday. Time, dude, like, don't, why get, is there don't traffic come at me. right now. We got traffic when we got traffic. Yeah, we got traffic. When we at should eight. have traffic. When folks I don't are know, driving man. seven to nine. Two eighty five now is like traffic. You could get traffic anytime. You could no if there's an accident. The no, no. I will drive out there and there's I'm looking. I'm like, all right, it's red why. Tell me why. There ain't shit. Oh, you don't find there. anything. No. You just get there and everybody stopped for no reason. Yes. I'm pissed off when that happens. I want to see something. Yeah, I want to see blood. I want to see a damn dead. I want to see a fight. You know Actually, how Nick will just Chinese be driving down the road and there'll be a fight on the side somebody. of 285. Yeah. Bodie Mall br- fighting his brother after a DMX. Yes, party. right. We had a we came <laughs> back from I done uh, seen it. Yeah. I saw it. We came back from mid Ohio. We did we We stopped on the side of the road and fought people. Yeah, we got <laughs> which I, 
<laughs> with Chinese, we numb did, every, chunks. Every, I got my numb chunks. Chinese man. Everybody, I Chinese guys at people was kung fu fighting. <laughs> They were, dude. They were turning Japanese. They were all after. That's when we had to stop fighting in our speedos because we were turning Japanese. That's crazy. Yeah, we didn't fight anybody on the way home from Mid Ohio. What were you going? But we did get stopped in traffic at midnight. What the heck? I know it was. We got up there and there was a like. Oh, that guy fell asleep in the eighteen wheeler or something. He just parked on the side of the road. I felt like Jim Morrison going past. There was an uh, American Indian standing on the side of the road. I was hallucinating. Yeah, we had a lot of issues going on right then. It was it was a pretty solid, you know, way to come home from Mid Ohio. Nick had a meeting at eight a.m., and I'm Dang. like, "Hey, Nick, I don't want to fall asleep at the wheel." He goes, "Okay, good. We'll drive all night." Cool. Just to ensure that you don't fall asleep at the yeah, wheel. We don't want you. We'll to... stay up all night driving. That way, you don't fall asleep. Yeah, as like, long as you're driving, you can't fall asleep. Yeah, it's That'd be cool. dangerous. We I I'll be asleep, to... but as long as you're awake and I'm asleep. Everything's cool. We're good. I'm starting to work on my mid Ohio uh, podium speech now. Yeah, yeah. Because once you got that speech, then you'll get motivated to train. So yeah. we talked about this b- before the show, because um, I I get to announce all of mid Ohio. And Kevin the, wants the a national championship. Days. No, I want to bring a, a national championship home. I brought to the two motherland. number one plates and sat in the window here, which you'll see soon. Jimmy Weiner, 1976, and Pierre Carsmaker, 74. But guess what? That, it ain't Georgia. It ain't I think nothing when you do the next to Mid Ohio. And if somebody, if if I were to get second, like you need to go full rock on them when you're when whoever gets first, you'd be like, so and he got first. But you know what? Let's talk about it. Your race. second place <laughs> finisher, Nick Blackman. Yeah, yeah. that's why Kevin will do. Hey, 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 I got maker. control of all that. How did your race go? And Kevin, yeah, hey, good job here. Let's Kevin bring says, Nick Blackman up. How does your race go? I can't. It don't matter how my race goes. I can't fix it now. It's okay. We'll just stay like this like all night all long. Bu- We're doing karaoke till 4 a.m. Oh, they're back. God darn. What happened? I've never experienced that. That was scary. What? Just stuck in an eternal announcer's loop? I thought I was stuck with you. <laughs> Dog, it was like I was a black like, hole. I can't fix it, brother. <laughs> it was like a we hell. was traveling through that black hole, man. Time, stars, and stuff started going past our face, and we was like... And I was like, man, ludicrous speed. I don't know what you're talking about, brother. <laughs> Ludicrous. We traveling uh, the Millennium a, Falcon, man. I can't yeah. do it, dog. Han Solo, you know what I'm saying? Parsecs. Planet Vulcan and all that. <laughs> he made it in twelve parsecs <laughs> to Bainbridge, Georgia. That's a hundred percent. We're going to Bainbridge. Kevin committed. Oh yeah, we'll see you down there, Billy. Don't worry, yeah. you'll notice us. It work tomorrow. He's gonna be like, yeah, me and my three buddies from Winter's Take Yard. They're going coming to, to pick me up. They're they're taking their toy hauler. No, he's gonna be at work tomorrow. Going, yeah, me and the wife just made plans for New Year's Eve, but, but my buddies are going to some race. I, I think they're bringing. <laughs> He ain't going to be there. Because he committed it. He yeah. committed us. Oh, yeah, y'all are going. I'm not yeah, going to Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. <laughs> Jackass, you're going. Kevin's been calling us like, hey, y'all need to get training. You're training, need right? need to get in shape. Y'all we, got a big race coming. We committed to <laughs> Billy's race. Yeah. He'll train you while you're there. I don't even know Nick's what. It's all about free training. What is December? Uh, it's, you said 29, 15, 30, 31. 29th and 32nd. It's hard to pull that stuff off, man. That's, that's, a, that's a, a pretty big weekend. That's for, a commitment. We're not even playing. That's when a Let's lot of good parties happen. Is it a vintage race or is it just a race? That it's I don't Lyle's know. Triple Crown Championship. Man. Sounds like you got to race three days. There's a crown for each day? Yeah. Hmm. That'd be killer if you had the, the whole set. It would be killer. Did I bring this music down there? Shoot, we'll you can bring that. Old Man Lyle. Y'all, be, hell, bitch. You're driving. You're going to be going. Or Old Man Lusk. That's actually who would be doing the get downs. Well, God... God rest his soul. Yeah. Well, still, 
the moves would be present if you played sure. the song. All right. Y'all ready to shut this thing down? I Modern put and Vintage my... Motocross. Oh, right on. Dude, if those 86s fit in, come on. They fit in. They just don't get good starts. Maybe we could offset. Maybe we can start in third gear at about 30 Maybe miles an hour. Maybe somebody will give us a good spot like Billy Yeah, like Emmett. he did, Emmett. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Well, I'll be. I'll start training. I'll work on my podium speech, and then that will motivate you me. Get your ass into the floor and do some push-ups right now. I'll be like, the only way I can do this, I can win this event, is if I have a killer podium speech. And once I have a podium speech, I don't want to waste. I that. want to release. Sure. Dubs. I'm not going to waste that. I want to have a rose bearer, <laughs> flower girl, a 21 gun salute, everything, Dude. cannons. Barry Higgins firing off the Civil War cannon. He, he fired off muskets. in the Civil War. What if he shot muskets? Why not? He from fired the podium. one. He's killed people with a musket in 1752. Mm-hmm. And on. a hatchet. Which is an yes. unknown year in a lot of American history. Yes, very 1752. Popular. I mean, it was no wild one back speaks then. about it. There was it. a lot of went on that. That was a big year for the donations in him, too. Yes. <laughs> All right, that's it. That was his 17th appearance. Yeah, already. He's already 17 years into his appearances. For the donations. That and you wow. always sit over there and you just say it with this pretty straight face. Absolutely. Like, yeah, it's absolutely how 100%. it went down. Do the math. I'm over here dying. Whatever. Falling over. We're done. John, you done? Nick, you done? We're done, man. You're saying we are. We're done. Uh, that's a good by the way, that's a good jam. Oh, it's the smoothest thing I've ever felt. Next to this helmet skin. Cooling to the touch. Anything else? No, I'm just sitting here thinking just about it. Just rubbing that helmet. Just rubbing that helmet. Uh.